0: DIC. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKSFM HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere
1: you go on the iHeartRadio app.
0: Download it now. And now, the Phillips file.
2: All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime.
1: It is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Wednesday, November 29th, the year 2017. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be news and current events. We can do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. Of course, we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. Why? We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Gym, And then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. We'll read it. We may use it on the air. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. All powered by David Moss Toyota. And David Moss Chevrolet. That's Real Mobile seven seven zero three one on the phones. Long distance toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. For those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Sir. We comment on that, of course. So Pinkman filling in for Jack. Well, Jack remains on vacation. Casey two times two times in with us today, Yay. taking over the responsibilities that Mister Pinkman. Usually has later in the program, right after the news with Mo, a couple of minutes after four, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Uh, Then we got the regular round of closest to the pin. No audio file today because Jack is on vacation. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell today. He writes the taking names column for the Orlando Sentinel. He's got a great column today about uh, how uh, I guess there are companies out there that for a price Will alter your children's senior picture? Oh, yeah, the yearbook photo. I wasn't aware of that. They
3: touch it up, yeah, for a price.
1: Great column by him today. We'll also talk to uh, Scott about uh, John Morgan, uh, who is a big was a big Democratic fundraiser here in the state of Florida. He's decided that he's dropping out of the Democratic Party. He will not run for governor, at least not as a Democrat. Talk to him about that as well. We've got the Shot Doctor coming in at six for Shot Doctor casting call and Shot Doctor beat down. Last quarter hour, we'll find some drive home music for you and then round things out, wrap things up, I should say, with PPT, person, place, or thing, then hand it over to Tom and Dan. So I forgot about this until I was talking with Mo just a couple of minutes before the start of the program. I think I had, you know, I take Ambient. It's a you can call you it, it a sleeping eight, pill. So, so, yeah, it's a uh, the prescription is for ten milligrams. I take five. I split oh, it in half. You bite it
3: in half. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a I'm, do you not, bite it. No, I split it in half. No, I don't bite it. I in bite mine in half. You do? I do. Yeah, but then you get the other half kind of soggy.
3: I try not to. You no, know, it's like, like just barely touches. You
1: just snap it. You just
4: no, I, you I just I snap it snap. in snap. half.
3: I bite it. I'm just telling you. You're
4: it. not strong enough to snap an Ambien in half. I have your soggy halves? No. Yeah, all right. Not
1: just snap, snap it in half.
3: Then I tried a knife. Then my husband said, oh, I have a pill cutter. You
4: life. don't need a pill cutter. He
3: has a pill cutter. You just snap it, it in, in half. You can, you can cut them all in the whole bottle, and then, then they're all half." I've
1: been snapping those things in half for 10 years, I can't if do not it. longer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> now chronic insomniac, and uh, my doctor at the time said, well, let's try this. Works like a charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no question about it. I'm addicted to it. I know that. I don't care. I sleep. And what
3: if you don't it? Take... I don't
1: have a hangover. What <laughs> I, don't if you don't... I don't sleep.
3: You've talked yourself into
1: not sleeping. Well, I don't know whether it's a chemical addiction or psychological or a combination of both. I don't care. All I know is five milligrams and I sleep like a baby. Mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, ambient hangover. I don't have any. But I think I might have had ambient an eating? ambient moment.
3: Were you eating? Oh. Or driving?
1: Well, no, I, uh, no. They oh didn't boy. find me underneath the car with a pork chop in my mouth nope. and underwear on my head.
3: <laughs> All right, just asking. All right, Well, well that's some
1: state. people. There, there's some the people. Yeah. yeah, they have ambient moments where they're driving or they're, you know, they're they someplace in their pajamas. And, right. You know, the, they don't the Say, what are you doing? They don't remember anything. I've never had that. Never had that happen. At least not that I'm aware of. Maybe I got back safely. Right. So. uh, you know, and every once in a while, I'll, you know, in the morning when I go out to get the paper, I'll put my hand on the hood of the car just to make sure it it's warm.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so everything's uh-huh. been
1: fine. But last night, I woke up this morning, and uh, because I'm trying to, you know, just trying to shed a couple of pounds, I'm just trying to get under a number. Mm. So yesterday, I didn't go to the, the to the uh, vending machine. Stayed away you were from proud that. Of that. I yeah, I was. Yeah, I know. But usually, eh, I'll get a packet of M Ms if, if not two true. Yes, so i didn't and i was very proud of that
3: you were you bragged. at about night
1: i you know sometimes i'll you know will go to bed and then they'll start reading and then the the hershey's uh, kisses you know with the almonds i really yeah, like those a those lot ones. not yeah. the bar the single ones the kisses no, no. i like them a lot mm-hmm. and uh so i put them in the freezer get them nice and just so I, you know and i get out of bed You know, fold the book, put the marker in there, go to the freezer, get a handful of them. Mm -hmm. So last night I said, I thought I said, I'm not eating any of those things. I woke up this morning and I said, all right, I I just feel I'm proud. I'm proud that I got through the night without, you know, scarfing down, you know, a handful or a handful or a dozen. Of those Hershey kisses, right? Right. I, know, right. I actually thought that when I woke up, I'm some son of a gun.
3: Look at me! I went to so sleep. I get out of bed,
1: right? Trump. You know, and straightening yeah. the covers and this and that, and there's a damn little bowl full of those wrappers. Oh. <laughs> oh, <boy.
3: laughs> oh, from how Trump? long ago? <laughs> well.
1: It had to be from last night
3: because you made the bed the day before. wasn't in there. Yeah, then? of oh, course. Okay. Yeah, sure. No,
1: I would even if I, even if I had something the night before and left. I would have thrown it out. I would have thrown them away in the morning. But there they were, chock uh, full up oh. to the rim oh. with those the, those those wrappers on that little tinfoil and the, the string. Exactly. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, so no. I think it might have been An one ambient, of those ambient moments. They say ambient uh, eating because stuff. I don't remember. I don't, re- I do not remember.
3: Maybe Catherine's going to get to screw with you.
1: Maybe. Like a Alfred Hitchcock movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's one of those ooh, things, ooh. like double indemnity yeah, 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 or whatever yeah. it is, you know, uh-huh. rear window. That's right. She's trying to get me.
3: Yeah. Because she the knows. Insurance your, money. You're really trying. Uh, no, she knows you're really trying. And she says, eh, look at this.
1: Oh, uh, there's something going on. There's a conspiracy. Maybe. Postman always ranks twice. I don't know. Something's going on.
3: <laughs> but you do you have, like, when you got up in the morning, did you have that taste in your mouth? Did you find any c- telltale crumbs on your face?
1: That's exactly what happened because I'm laying there on the pillow, right? Yeah. You know, and you're so proud of yourself. Usually the procedure, yeah. you know, go in there, brush my teeth and this and that and do the flossing and all that kind I of see. stuff. Really clean it out. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll have a couple of these Hershey kisses and I know I had to brush my teeth again, but I don't. I figured I brushed them te- pretty Before well. I did the flossing. It can last a few hours until I get up in the morning and brush my teeth, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm laying there. That's what really happened because I'm laying there this morning and I'm thinking, I, I'm really proud, you know, that I Look didn't get that late night right before I go to chocolate sleep. Fits. You know, yes. chocolate. And I, I mean, I'm rubbing my tongue around my mouth.
3: You're rubbing your tongue around your mouth. And, and I, I up
1: in the gum and go, hell's that?" And then I'm thinking, I didn't do a very good job cleaning my teeth last night. Mm. And I'm like, "What the hell's that?" And then I just figured when I got out, of bed, I'm like, geez, Jim, you got to do a better job cleaning <laughs> your teeth." So at first, you and didn't... that's when I saw the bowl oh. full. Of,
3: Full of wrappers. Yeah, now, little, did you go little, into? Little, yeah, b- little, I know a little you, bitty piece little, of almond. Up. Do you ball them up? What Uh the the, the the tin foil that they come in?
1: Usually, I get a pile
3: of just open <laughs> wrappers, and, and then I
1: scrunch them up into a ball. How were I they
3: I, today? When you found them in the bed, in I don't the remember. I don't, uh, I don't
1: remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's an ambient moment. Uh oh. But did, I threw them away today. I said uh-oh. I can't. No, no, no. Did eat, you eat this stuff? Here is how you can
3: confirm. Did you go into the freezer and was the bag noticeably down? In I don't other words, the, the inventory. I, you don't. No. You went to you know when you went to bed, you had half a bag. All of a sudden, you only have a quarter of a bag. You took you put your no, mitts I in there and took I one out. No,
1: nah, I wouldn't. I you wouldn't, wouldn't know notice. the difference. I wouldn't no. know. That was a big bag. Oh. All right. So I threw him away. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we, certainly today, we have to talk about Matt Lauer. Big oh, shocker man. on the Today Show. Maddie. Garrison Keeler, of course, from NPR. So uh, He's uh, run into some problems as well. The president. There's an increasing number of pundits out there that are beginning really beginning to question the president's mental fi- fitness Today he uh, retweeted some some videos that were produced by uh, extremist elements national uh, nationalistic elements in Great Britain that a lot of people say they're just phony baloney stuff and uh, now he's going after Joe Scarborough. <laughs> He's tweeting out something about Joe Scarborough's intern who was found dead in, I think, the Florida office, what, 10 years ago, 20 Four. years ago, yes. whatever it was. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and, uh, you, know, she, you know, she died of natural causes. She had a heart condition, apparently, you know, slumped over, bumped her head. Right. And uh, that was the cause, uh, cause of death. But now the president, by the way, there are also reports that. Behind the scenes, he's talking to his friends at friends at Mar-a-Lago, continuing to talk about um, um, the birth certificate, Obama's birth certificate. So he's still going with that. Yeah. And uh, what's the other thing? The other no. Friend... Now
3: he says that the Access Hollywood tape is not. Oh true. yeah,
1: that's not. That wasn't really his voice.
3: Mm-hmm. When he admitted it and apologized cuckoo. for it, he's cuckoo. He seems seems to be losing There are more
1: and more people saying, this guy needs psychiatric care. This guy needs to be observed by a psychiatrist or a team of psychiatrists to see if he really has it all there. I'm not sure if he does. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio
0: 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. He's
5: got the news that he's done for you more Here's there's more Moira, there's Moira. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira,
2: here's Moira, here's Moira.
1: Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo Jim. The news brought to you today
3: by McDonald's. I'm loving it. Tonight is the lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, and you know who was supposed to throw the switch? Matt Lauer, but he's not doing it. Are you kidding me? No. Are you kidding me? Not kidding you. Touch the tree. He has been fired. Uh, he's been with the program since 1994. That's 24-something y- years. How much
1: was he making per year?
3: $25 million.
6: Ooh.
3: He was terminated Damn. overnight. Working for And was the talk of the shows <laughs> this morning
6: uh, yeah.
3: with a very terse, uh, terse statement, stern and terse statement from the NBC News chairman, Andy Lack, saying that they received a detailed complaint. Now, we haven't heard what those details are, but they got a detailed complaint from a female colleague about something that was sketchy that happened at the 2014 Olympics in Sochi.
1: Something must have happened. They Russia. called him in. In Russia. There it is. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this, Matt? You're fired. Bye-bye. Take that, Matt.
3: At 7 o'clock when the Today Show went on, I happened to be have it on in my house. I saw and it. Savannah Guthrie, his co-anchor, uh, was there. Hoda Kotb was there. I thought that was kind of weird. And, you know, but, I mean, Matt can have a day off. Oh, and then she proceeds to tell the story.
1: I wonder if they told Hoda, you got to get in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last sure. minute. Yep. <laughs> she didn't look disheveled.
3: No, I bet she has clothes there. Yeah. Well, she goes on later in the day. You know, 10 o'clock or whatever it is. So, anyway. Hoda, we need you in there
1: now. Studio B, now. Get Put the there. line down.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> At 6 a.m. when <laughs> they call her. Yeah. She has to get her ass in there. Put you the know. cork
1: back on the bottle. Get uh. in there. <laughs> what?
3: It's 4 o'clock in the morning. She wasn't drinking at 4 a.m. Nah. She's got a baby.
1: Nah, leave her
4: alone. No,
3: listen. It was almost a replica of how shattered Nora O'Donnell and Gail King were last year on CBS when Charlie Rose got the axe. <sighs> and this week, they moved from CBS to NBC, and these two have to sit there and process this in front of our eyes with wavering voices. And Shocked. Va- They're in oh, shock. It was shocking he, to everyone. It wouldn't be? To me at home. I've been watching these jokers for all this time. I... I it, it totally turned, my, my kids called and like, did you see this? What is happening? I'm like, listen, every day before they went to school, we were watching that damn Today show. Now this guy, he's a you know, keep it in your pocket, bub.
1: What are you doing? Keep it in your pocket.
3: Keep your pecker in your pocket. I mean, what is he doing with his wiener? What are, what are you doing?
1: You know, I know maybe you didn't do too well in biology. but <laughs> oh. Men do not keep their peckers in their pockets. <laughs> well,
3: I'm telling you, we ought to keep okay. it zipped up. Just saying, it's
1: not, it's not a, it's not a, a detachable device. I understand, Even but in
3: his case, I meant we keep might it zi- like
1: that. Keep, keep it could come it z- in handy.
3: Oh boy, I'm just <laughs> suggesting, I'm that bob
1: it. Maybe yeah, I'm you in a could, different size.
3: Maybe you could just think about <laughs> keeping it zipped and not, you know. Wagging it around. I don't know what We're you're doing. We're not wagging it around. Yeah, that's
4: that's well, how it works.
3: <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but I'm just saying. Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein and well, Roger Ailes. and it. Everybody's Hallelujah. wagging it. You know, it's like, stop it. Not
1: everybody is wagging
4: it. Well,
3: look at this. Now Matt Lauer. Some, some people
4: are just hands in other people.
3: Some people. Without are the gra- wagon. Gra- so what about
4: a replacement?
3: Uh, here. Oh, the replacement. There are four people being talked about. They include yeah. Willie Geist, who everybody loves. Carson Daly, who mm-hmm. does sometimes, you know, fill in and stuff like that.
1: Playing. Brian
3: Williams, who's on MSNBC. Okay. And finally, Craig Melvin All right. from MSNBC. I don't know who Craig Melvin is. He's awesome.
1: But you just mentioned four men. So oh, yeah. why does it have to be a man that takes over for Matt Lauer?
3: Uh, for balance, maybe?
1: I mean, why can't somebody take over his position? I mean, he was the big cheese on the Today Show. Mm-hmm. So why can't there be a female to take that position, and then you bring in a male to? Well, that's
3: what they did with Katie Couric. Num- when you know, like it was Katie and Matt, and then when mm, Katie left, it was Matt and Savannah. I imagine it'll be Savannah and someone.
1: Katie told somebody back in I think twenty twelve <laughs> that Matt Lauer used to pinch her on the butt all the time.
3: Oh boy, do you think she's the one who said something about? I have t- I don't, I, I don't, I don't have a.
1: I, I don't right. have a clue. If I,
3: Matt Lauer's not upsetting enough for. People who have listened for years to this guy from Minnesota,
4: oh yeah, it's also
3: quite you know upsetting. It's not just New York elites and Hollywood elites, Jim. It's people from the heartland, from Minnesota, and we're talking about Garrison Keeler, the host, the creator of what? a Prairie Home Companion. He's Boys. since stepped back from that, but he is now you know he still has his. Yeah,
1: feet. not terribly fond of the new guy either, the mandolin player. He
3: produced, yeah. He mm. produces a radio show still, That's like Birkenstock a syndicated crowd. show. He still does for NPR, um, called the Writer's Almanac. About and he's yeah. finishing a screenplay and a memoir and this and that. Garrison Keeler, that old goat from Minnesota, he is also embroiled in some sexual picadillos or whatever. Picadillo. I don't know. Is that a word? You know what I mean? Anyway, picadillo. He's in trouble as well. Improper behavior. Another one. Keep it in your pocket. What are you doing?
1: We're not. We don't. I you don't know. Put I'm just it saying. In your pocket.
3: I understand what you're saying. I mean, you can saying.
1: put somebody else's in your pocket. Well, that would be interesting. you like Chinese twins or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look.
3: The state of Florida, Jim, it turned now let's bring it closer to home. If you think, oh, it only happens elsewhere on the coasts, you know, of these elites. No, oh, no. The state of Florida's in it, too. The state of Florida's paid more than $11 million to settle hundreds of cases that state workers. Uh, that alleges that state workers were sexually harassed by supervisors and co-workers or who were forced to work in a hostile work environment. And this
1: probably doesn't even really, tr- this story doesn't,
3: Mm-mm.
1: I don't think, cover privately what's going on in the state legislature either. This is in Florida departments yeah. and this and that. Most of it in right. the Florida Department of Corrections.
3: That's true in the jails. Yep, in the jail system. Prisons, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, more than 300 cases have resulted in payments since 87. That's 30 years already, Right. Uh Some of them were five thousand dollars, some of them were one point three million and everywhere in between
1: the question if you're using taxpayer money Doing. to pay out these settlements to the taxpayers, do the citizens have the right to mm-hmm. know who the money's being not not who the money's being paid to but the persons who were uh who were um you know responsible for engaging in sexual harassment. A lot of that is going on now with Congress. We know Congress had some kind of slush fund where they were right. using taxpayer money to settle sexual harassment complaints. True. And I think as a taxpayer, we have every right in the world to know, number one, that's taxpayer money that you used, what, to get to get somebody to shut up? Or well, who are these people?
3: Mm-hmm. In other state news, Jim, a college graduate who has yeah. been accused of four slayings in Tampa that terrorized that neighborhood over there. They arrested him, and, and he apparently had no motive. Used the same gun to kill innocent people near bus stops. Uh, this is the non-serial killer, but a serial killer. Right. It was 51 days from the first shooting till now. 24-year-old guy brought his loaded gun to McDonald's, where he worked, and asked a co-worker to hold this for me. Uh. Well, of course, that person <laughs> said, what? I'm hey, not doing and that. Don't say
1: anything to anybody, yeah, okay?
3: shut it. Yeah, right? Authority... Not
1: for nothing, you know, I got a gun in here and some bloody clothes, and, uh, you know, hey, don't I'm not anybody. saying it kind of looks like, you know, the video you see of that guy who's mm-hmm. responsible for those shootings. Yeah. It's a Halloween cast tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Don't, the go? So well, don't tell anybody.
3: The workers, a, the workers at the fast food restaurant reported the gun to a cop who was doing paperwork at McDonald's, <laughs> setting off an investigation that linked him to the guns used in the crime. <laughs> I know.
1: All right, let me take it out. Anyway, they
3: found him, and everybody's breathing a sigh of relief today in Tampa.
1: Unless he's a copycat. No, no, no. Let's take a little break. More news with Mo, the birthdays. Bonus round of Closest to the Pin at the top of the hour. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Back to the news and the birthdays. Of course, don't forget that bonus round of Closest to the Pin at the top of the hour. Here's Mo. What's the matter?
3: Nothing. I wanted to make sure I had the right uh, food day for you. Today is November oh 29th, mm-hmm. 2017, and yeah. today is Lemon Cream Pie Day, which sounds very summery and very refreshing.
1: Yeah, wrong late, time of year. For late Ooh. November,
3: right? I think that's true.
1: Like, is that lemon meringue?
3: Lemon cream. I don't know what topping you have. I don't on. know what
1: lemon cream is.
3: Oh, yesterday you didn't, or the other day you didn't know Bavarian cream. Now Nobody it's knows lemon.
1: Bavarian
4: cream. Yeah, of course
3: they do.
1: No, they don't. I think the
4: lemon cream is like... Lemon custard, kind of, isn't it?
3: Yes. Lemon custard. Well, it doesn't say lemon custard. It says lemon cream. We
4: need Pilot Mike. He's the cream guy. Cream's not custard.
1: I know what cream is. Yeah, (laughs) That's not cream. All right. Well, I'm calling research.
4: Lemon
3: cream
1: pie. Wise guy pie guy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) In other news, Jim, um, Governor Scott, by the way, uh, we talked about the the Tampa area breathing a sigh of relief because they caught the serial killer. Uh, Governor Rick Scott is saluting law enforcement following this arrest. And he visited the Tampa Police Department this morning, thanking the mayor, the police chief, and every officer who worked around the clock and over Thanksgiving holiday to to get uh, to uh, capture this guy. Three
1: women. Yeah, but I mean, uh, but anyway. yeah, with all due respect to law enforcement, I know they are out there all the time doing everything, mm. putting their investigative powers to work. But it was really a, 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 a McDonald's a worker yeah. that tipped the manager, who tipped a cop who was doing some paperwork at one of the tables in the McDonald's. That's correct. It wasn't like, hey. You, stay right where you are.
3: They got a lot of tips, but this is the <laughs> one that worked. I wonder if that person gets the reward. Who? The McDonald's worker who turned him in. I don't in. see why oh, not. That was the tip that led to the arrest of. and or Maybe that's they'll
1: sh- give the reward to everybody who's working there. And you know it what? All up.
3: What if they give it to the manager? They shouldn't Free give nuggets. it to the manager. No, Eagle. correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they no. no, the manager shouldn't get it.
3: Oh, I agree. I-
1: maybe a, a cut of it. Mm. Well, he's the one that alerted the police officer.
3: So the worker tipped off the manager the manager tipped off the police
4: correct give it to the worker
3: i agree with that
4: that can be life-changing money for
1: someone
3: it's true ucf is uh they've got some life-changing wins they were
1: filling in for somebody Mm. Hmm. they weren't supposed to to be there that day
3: somebody was sick and so they filled in so you give it to the sick guy no ucf athletic director danny white is outraged i think that's an understatement Because the Golden well, they used to be the Golden Knights, the undefeated UCF football team, eleven and zero, Mm -hmm. were listed at number fourteen in the latest college football playoff rankings released last night. Okay. The Knights are one of only two undefeated teams in the country, but they were ranked behind six teams that had two losses and one team that had three losses. Who are those teams? Well, I know the three was Stanford. That was number twelve. Uh, nine and three. The UCF is number 14.
1: What other teams are ranked in front of UCF? All- Alabama, Georgia, Auburn. Yes. Yeah. Well, like with Wisconsin. all due respect to UCF, right? they'd clean your clock.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably right.
1: I mean, Money. congratulations to the UCF program, and they're really getting stronger every year. And, mm. you know, after a while, they're going to be. But uh, if you think you've got a team that's up there with Alabama and Auburn and Georgia, I got news for you. But- Not quite yet.
3: The University of Miami is one of those top four teams that dropped out of the top four, along with Alabama. The Hurricanes dropped from second to seventh. Loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lost to Pittsburgh. Sad. Over the weekend. Sad. And um Ugly sad. UCF, Sailing while Miami. they had that, one of the best games, according to anybody's account, one of the best games was that UCF-USF game yeah, over the an weekend. an
4: exciting game. Oh, yeah.
3: But they only moved up one spot, and they're not happy.
4: USF
1: wasn't ranked very highly. Mm-mm, that's true. Now they get Memphis, who they beat. But now everybody says Memphis is a lot stronger than they were when they were defeated by UCF. So, mm. oh boy. We'll but
3: see.
1: UCF still favored in the game this Saturday. Go UCF. Go Knights. Go Knights. Uh, uh, I'm uh, rooting for them. An, FS,
3: an FSU football player, Jim, says he was beaten by members of a fraternity <laughs> after last year's rivalry game with the University of Florida. According to the what? Tallahassee newspaper, police records indicate that Seminole's place kicker, Ricky Aguayo, yeah. claimed he was jumped in front of the Pi Kappa Phi frat house because he missed two of the three field goal attempts during the game last weekend. That's the same fraternity whose pledge, Andrew Coffey, died at an off-campus party earlier this month, this Pi Kappa Phi. What's up, bro? FSU's president, John Thrasher, has, you know, a couple weeks ago, suspended all Greek activity, but they saw this place kicker.
1: Friday Kegger,
4: And he, he
3: missed so many kicks that they jumped him and beat him up.
4: Hey, maybe we show him how to really kick by kicking him in the gut. Oy,
1: Callers up, bro. The
3: <laughs> the um, Exodus. But from... of crap and nonsense. Exodus... I'm
1: sorry, you know no. that whole fraternity I know. crap.
3: The Exodus from Puerto Rico.
1: Hey, bro, you want to be my friend? It's a brotherhood.
0: I'll pay
3: for it.
4: Mm-hmm. Really, two thousand a semester. You can be friends with Chad. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. The Exodus from Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria has added almost eight thousand new students to Florida public schools. Most. Uh, Some are from the American Virgin Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands, because they got hit hard as
1: well. You know, if you're 18 years old, you went into a college president and said, look, I got a great idea. I want to I'm going to put together a house and we're going to discriminate against uh, maybe people of uh, color. And we're going to discriminate against people because of their faith. And we're going to have these wild alcohol fueled parties on uh, Saturday or whenever we can get away with and maybe engage in some sexual assault. If we can get away with that as well. And yeah. Okay, guys, go ahead. Sure, you got my uh, you got my you got my permission. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to you. Uh, no biggie.
3: The largest burden of, of <laughs> students uh, yeah. is is being centered in Osceola County, uh, but according to the Board of Education, they're mainly concentrated in four counties: uh, Orange, Osceola, Miami Dade, and Polk County. Mm-hmm. The largest one being Osceola, where Maria refugees account for more than two percent of the entire student population. I love
1: them. Help them out, man. There's. Uh, yeah. That island is in the crapper.
3: Florida schools gym are having trouble finding new teachers and the state's education commissioner is blaming some of the old ones for that. Why? At a meeting of the Florida Board of Education up in Leesburg yesterday. Oh, it's all their fault. Pam Stewart said current teachers who could steer promising students into the profession yeah. are telling them to look elsewhere. Go into something else.
1: Yeah, I wonder why. Why is that?
3: Teachers are so discouraged because they have to deal with a myriad of these different testing requirements and accountability programs and salary caps and all that. Florida colleges and universities have never produced enough graduates to meet the demand, and it's getting worse.
1: It's a thankless job. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful job. I mean, teachers will tell you, of course, they, you know, they get this, 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 this a great amount of satisfaction, of course, but it's also thankless. They can pay right. squat money. You know they have to do things that uh, where they say, "What am I doing? What do I have to do that for? What does that have to do with uh, with with teaching anything?" I mean, you get to, you get a bunch of nonsense from students and their parents as well, and
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah. But you get summers off. No, no they don't.
3: No, they're working super hard.
1: Either you know, they have to go to work, mm-hmm. you know, to to continue to continue to put food on the table. They have continuing education that's demanded of them. And to live up to all this crap and nonsense that comes out of Tallahassee or their local school boards. It's a thankless job. God bless them all.
3: It looks as though detectives conducting undercover prostitution operations down in Fort Pierce on Thanksgiving weekend had the holiday spirit. According to the newspaper, the officers who arrested 32-year-old Cynthia Booth and 30-year-old Julian Chase were summoned by the code words, gobble, gobble. What? Despite the apparent holiday connection, a police spokesman said there was no particular reason for that choice of code words which he says are changed frequently. Both of these women are charged with only misdemeanor prostitution. I guess they had a soft spot. Gobble, because it was operation Gobble Gob. It was, where was this? Uh, in Fort Pierce or yeah. Fort Pierce down. This in. is the
1: only place in Florida where they're having prostitution.
4: On Thanksgiving. Man. I
3: guess on Thanksgiving, maybe, maybe they gave him a break on Thanksgiving. The hookers get a break. Did on they Thanksgiving. get
4: Thanksgiving dinner.
3: I don't know. I yeah, think happened. that's a good question.
4: Who's
0: gal?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe right in the brig. Uh, when they asked John Morgan if he was running for governor, he tweeted no to a run for governor as a Democrat. And now Orlando attorney John Morgan is going into more detail about how he came to this decision of I'm not interested. Yeah. He says he's not thrilled about either the Republicans or the Democrats, saying he is somewhere in the middle. He left the door open to run as an independent, but says he has no clue about what he will eventually do. Ooh. He says running for governor is a a lot of work and B requires a passion or a fire in the belly and he's not sure that he has what it
7: takes. Yeah, he also to run. doesn't want
1: people poking into his private affairs. He made that very clear oh, as well. For sure. So there's, you know, there's just things that he says I want to keep private and uh, I don't want anybody to know about it. It's none of their business. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, butt out, yeah. He's fat, dumb and happy.
3: Oh, don't call him fat. No, he's fat, uh, dumb and happy.
1: I mean, you know what that means, I metaphorically. Do, yes. I, I do. mean, he's just satisfied with life. He has a good life. He knows know. that. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, he doesn't want to put his whole life and family under the spotlight by running for governor. I get it. Great.
3: Flo- they did a survey, Jim, to find out the best states in the nation in which to do business. Florida came in number seven. Mm. The seventh best state in the nation in which to do business. That's according to Forbes magazine. Who's ahead of us? North Carolina is number one. Okay. In individual categories, Florida does come in first in some things like growth prospects and fifth for regulatory environment, but... We're way down at 19th in quality of life and 39th in the cost of business. Forbes says the worst state in the country for business yeah. is West Virginia. I don't know why. I'm not sure.
1: West Virginia?
3: West Virginia. I'm not sure I would want to go there either, but I don't know.
1: Uh, I think you might have a hard time I personally? settling in. I guess. I think anybody.
3: Yeah. If you're not from there.
1: I think I think it might be very well one of those states. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Hi, so nice to meet you.
3: What, what church? church will you be going to? I knew to? it was coming, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: They you, do that in a small town in America, they do that all the time. Sure.
3: Jim, Florida. So very
1: nice to meet you. By the way, what church will you be going to?
3: Florida's junior senator Marco Rubio has a problem with this tax bill making its way through the U.S. Senate. Uh-huh. While the measure now includes the Florida Republicans' proposal, they actually put it in there to double the child tax credit from 1000 to $2,000. It is not refundable against payroll taxes, and Rubio is still pushing for that. On the Senate floor yesterday, Rubio cited the example of a family of four in Gainesville making twenty eight grand a year who would only get a tax cut of $200. But if the child tax credit oh is refundable, Rubio says that family would get a tax cut of more than 1500
1: Nobody Uh-oh. seems to, no. you know... Terribly upset about any of this. I, I mean, watched. and most of the pundits and yeah. the CBO and Mm-mm. you know those organizations that are taking a hard look at this Republican tax bill that, by the way, just came to creation four weeks ago with no public hearings whatsoever, all behind closed doors, and uh, just about everybody says, "Look, it benefits the the super wealthy yeah. and the middle class and the working poor. Working poor going to get squat, and you're going to add one and a half to two trillion dollars to right. the to the debt." That your children or grandchildren will have to pay? Mm -hmm. Uh. Well,
3: the Trumpster is hitting the road to promote the tax cuts. He's in Missouri today speaking uh, about the tax version and the Senate version. The House recently passed a sweeping tax bill, and Senate Republicans hope to get a vote on their version by the end of this week. But the Trumpster argues that these tax cuts will help the middle class while boosting the economy.
8: Oh, yeah,
1: they're going to lower the corporate tax rate, you know, from whatever so down the to the big shots like, get a lot of Big corporations, more. they don't pay, they don't pay what, the, what the tax rate is. Many of these corporations pay no taxes whatsoever. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and then the Trumpster was just a tweeting machine this morning. Yeah. Not just about Matt Lauer, but he was also tweeting these anti-Muslim videos. That were produced by some conspiracy far right website out of the Great Britain. Yeah. President Trump is and now he's under fire after retweeting these things without checking any sources at all. These are multiple anti Muslim and anti immigrant videos, and the President of the United States put them up on his Twitter feed.
1: The press secretary says even if they're not real, it's it still points People out the danger.
3: That. Yeah, what even, danger?
1: No, she said even if the yeah. videos are not real. It still points out the danger that we face from uh, radical Islam or whatever. It's like, oh, my okay,
9: God.
3: No I, way. I, I,
1: go back to Little Rock, will you? Oh. Boy, oh, boy. She's These, a case. Oh, my. She is a has real to, piece of work. She
3: has to say whatever they tell her to say. She has a very tough job, as does everybody in that spot. But still, that's what, you know, can, he's publishing a, a conspiracy website video. That has no basis in truth at all.
1: As going after Joe Scarborough from Morning Joe,
3: it's inflammatory. Yeah, well, there
1: are reports out there that he's uh, right. talking the he's doing the birther thing again with he's his friends down at Mar-a-Lago. He is. He's actually said, according to uh, sources who are close to him, that he's mm-hmm. he questioned whether uh, he, he said that voice on the Access Hollywood tape was not his. <laughs> I don't. know. It's all some deep state conspiracy. He's, gone. he's, he's gone. losing his mind. He's
3: gone off the rails a little I, bit. Yeah, I, this week, he's gone off the rails a tad.
1: Yeah. Talking about know. Joe Scarborough's intern who was found dead in the Florida office no, 20, 20 years ago. ago. I think the coroner ruled, look, it was, she died she of natural causes. Yep. Need to check into that.
3: Mm-mm. The first video Trump put up Where did today, she really die? Kenya? Oh, the first video that, that the Trumpster put up shows some Muslim immigrant beating up a Dutch boy in crutches. All phony baloney. Yeah. The second one said, Muslim destroys a statue of the Virgin Mary. Oh, That's on. phony baloney. You're darn and, right. And the third one read, um, Islamic mob pushes teenage boy off a roof and beats him to death. None of this is true. Uh, so anyway, I, I don't know why he would, without verifying any of it or validating any of it, I, or vetting it, I guess is the word, why would you post, retweet something clearly is just inflammatory. I don't know. I, I don't know. I try to understand. I try to be calm, <laughs> but I can't do it.
1: I have Trump fatigue. I watch I Dateline now when I get home. I used yeah. to get home and we'll start watching Chris Matthews and you know, Anderson Cooper and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now it's a, sh-
3: Last night I turned off MSNBC. I watched um, the CNN. I turned it off uh, because they had a, a one-hour or a two-hour uh, town hall debate
1: I watched a little Ted bit Cruz, of it. Ted Cruz,
3: Bernie Sanders, Tim Scott, and then whatever the woman's name is. I hate to say that. I don't know. It's just a senator from Washington State. And these four were going at it. Yeah. Uh, That's were, all it
0: is. Around.
1: It's just yelling it's just yelling back and forth. About, I watched yelling. about five minutes and, you know, Bernie slumped over old Bernie there yeah, and yeah, Ted yeah. Cruz and that smirk on his face. And they're back now. and forth and back and forth. I said, yeah. I don't want to watch this. I have no interest in this.
3: After watching Ted Cruz on that thing last night, I now know why he. Everybody wants to punch him in the face. Why? He's very annoying. <laughs> he's. I mean, he he is past the He is so he's insipid. He's got that that push. It, you he, just you just want to clench it, punch him right in the nose. Anyway, move along, shall we? Make I think he's run?
1: got a little collagen in his lips. You know, he's very thin-lipped. I'm never I'm not a trustworthy person of people who have thin lips like that,
3: or who never laugh.
1: You know, he laughs. laughs. I love you, Heidi. Oh,
3: oh, no, but I'm talking about the other one who doesn't laugh.
1: Oh, that who? guy. Oh, you ever seen Donald Trump laugh? Mm-mm. I mean, really laugh. No. Yeah, I've seen no. him smile. <laughs> no. But I mean, just have a good laugh. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I'm sorry. I don't
4: man.
1: think so. No. Yeah. That,
4: it seems and he doesn't have a
1: dog.
3: Don't trust people without a dog? No, I don't. Oh, boy. All right.
1: You're president of the United States. You have to have a dog, even if you hate dogs. You have to have a dog. It goes a long way. Why
3: don't they get one for the kid? Then they can, then he can get you can check the box off. President with a dog. And I've gotten one for the kid.
1: But, but seriously, have you dog. ever seen him laugh? No. I mean, just laugh, giggle, laugh. <laughs> no. <Do> sad. I, <laughs> sad. <laughs> no.
3: I haven't. Happy, happy birthday. Here's a guy I've seen laugh. Who? Howie Mandel.
1: How How old is happy, he? Birthday. happy Happy birthday. Howie Mandel is, uh, believe it or not, he's now 55. Ooh. Uh, 60. Ooh, 57.
3: Casey, two times. He's 62. Nice. Is he really? He wow. Is, yeah. Well, he looks, he looks good. good. He is. He's Yeah, he's adorable.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, Happy, happy birthday, um, Casey. You're first this time. Don Cheadle. Oh.
6: Don actor, Cheadle. Yeah. Boogie Nights. Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle is
1: 48. Ooh. No, Don Cheadle is 55. 52.
3: Pinkman, 53. Oh, so close. And finally, sportscaster extraordinaire Vin Scully. Not Vince, but Vin, Vin Scully. Welcome to it,
4: Dodger baseball. When
3: you say it together, it sounds like Vince Scully, but it's not. It's Vin Scully. It's
4: V-I-N, G-I-N, Vin.
3: Vin Scully.
4: 72. Nope.
1: <laughs> 75. No, he's, he's at least 80.
3: No, he's, he's 90. Yes, oh, you get the point, too. Wow. Uh, welcome to
8: Dodger Baseball. He's
3: 90 years <laughs> old. God bless him. Vin Scully, 90 years old. That's the Lottie Just Call me Moira.
1: Yeah, just retired. Bonus round of closest to the pin upcoming next. Grab a line. You might be able to have good fortune for the rest of your life or, unfortunately, bad luck for 24 hours. Next on Real Radio 104.1.
0: Drunken bonfire discussions without the inevitable emergency room visit. I really thought I could jump farther than that. Real radio 104.1.1. From.
1: we we'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round of Closest to the Pin. If Tim wins, of course, he will receive that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of his life. Tim also knows, however, the bad news if he loses bad luck for 24 hours. Oh, no. Yeah. This That's is the, the risk. holiday season. That's you know. the risk. Well, I'm sorry.
3: You're giving people bad luck on the holidays. I don't make season. the rules,
1: but I really do. Mr. Pinkman, <laughs> if you will go to the soundproof booth, okay. uh, I'll get uh, Tim all set up. All right. There we go. Casey, two times, two times. If you will... Assume command of the bridge for a couple of minutes or so. Thank you. I would appreciate that. There you go. Making the switch. Hey, Tim, how are you today?
10: Good, sir. yourself?
1: I'm very well. Thank you, Tim. I have ten questions for you. I like to say they all segue one into another. They do in some form or fashion. You need not worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. We're going to have a countdown for you, and Mo will keep score. Yes, sir. Are you ready, Tim? Yes, sir. Countdown for Tim, please. Three, two, one, begin. Tim, Matt Lauer has been fired from the Today Show and NBC. The NBC television network got its start in what year?
10: 1938.
1: How old is actor Matt Damon? 46. Damon appeared in the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley in 1999. How much was he paid to act in that film?
10: One million dollars.
1: Robert Ripley created Ripley's Believe It or Not. Ripley was born in what year? 1904. Speaking of not, actor Don Knotts died in what year?
11: 1987.
1: The movie Don Juan DeMarco with Johnny Depp and Marlon Brando was released in what year?
2: 1990.
1: Marlon Brando became a star in the movie A Streetcar Named Desire, written by Tennessee Williams. What's the population of Tennessee? Three million. Baseball legend Ted Williams played Major League Ball for a total of how many years? 16. Before he was president, Teddy Roosevelt led the charge up Cuba's San Juan Hill in the Spanish-American War. What year was that?
11: 18...
1: Get it within 100, you win outright. If Teddy Roosevelt was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Havana, Cuba? Uh, 2,000. Time. All right, mm-hmm. there we go. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Not too uh-huh. shabby. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. no. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> did go. you see? Yes, I did. The curb? Yeah. yeah funny. We've only had kind of one stinker episode so far this year. Mm-hmm. Alright, Mr. Pingman, I have ten questions for you. You're playing against Tim. All right. Uh you need to roll the dice to determine your handicap. Your handicap is set at fifteen, but we allow you to roll the dice. Whatever you roll, we'll take that number off the fifteen, and that will be your handicap for today.
4: Okie dokie. Here we go. Goes. Oh. oh damn it.
1: What did you do? Block it? What happened? No, I got a six. All right. There you go. Nine-second <laughs> handicap. Very worse. nice. Ten questions. Are you ready? Yes. Countdown for Mr. Pinkman, please. Three, two, one, begin. Pinky Matt Lauer has been fired from the Today Show on NBC. The NBC television network got its start in what year? Uh, 27. How old is actor Matt Damon? 43. Matt uh, Damon appeared in the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley in 1999. How much was he paid to act in that film? 50000 Robert Ripley created Ripley's Believe It or Not. Ripley was born in what year? Uh, 1862. Speaking of not, actor Don Knotts died in what year? Uh, 2004. The movie Don Juan DeMarco with Johnny Depp and Marlon Brando was released in what year? 91. Marlon Brando became a star in the movie A Streetcar Named Desire, written by Tennessee Williams. What's the population of Tennessee? Uh $7 7 million. Baseball legend Ted Williams played Major League Ball for a total of how many years? 13. Before he was president, Teddy Roosevelt led the charge up Cuba San Juan Hill in the Spanish American War. What year was that? 1889. Get it within 100, you went out right. If Teddy Roosevelt was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Havana, Cuba? Uh, 562. Time. Let's we'll oh score boy. the game. All right. Mm. NBC Television mm. Network got it start in what year, Tim said?
3: 1938.
1: And Pinkman? 1927.
3: Off by one, 1939. No, wow. How old is actor Matt
1: Damon, Tim <laughs> 46. said? 46. And Pinkman? 43. Off by one, he's 47. Goodness. Damn, really?
3: Pinkman, come on.
1: Matt Damon appeared in the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley. It's a good movie, by the way, in 1999. You ever seen it? Nope. Gwyneth Paltrow, I, know I love who she her. Is. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, Matt Damon. Who else is in that movie? Who's the main research? Anyway, how much was he paid to act in that film? Tim said one million dollars. Pinkman fifty thousand. Five million dollars. Oh, oh
4: boy, damn it!
3: You're being shot out here, Pinky.
4: Well, I was thinking like the screen actors minimum oh, wage is fifty, and then sometimes oh, Jude you get Law. Jude on Law, the Law back. No, you didn't movie. get it right. Yeah,
1: it was Jude Law, and uh, and who's the actor? The one who uh, died of a drug overdose. River Phoenix. Um, no, no, no. The oh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Exactly. Points. Robert Ripley created Ripley's. Believe it or not, Ripley was born in what year? Tim said, nineteen oh four. And Pinkman. Eighteen sixty two. Eighteen ninety.
3: That's Pinky's on
1: the board. Finally. Mm. No, he's no, closer. he's closer. Oh no,
3: no, no. You're right. Sorry.
1: Fort Sorry. And welcome. Welcome. Sorry. Speaking of not, Thank it's a stretch. Honest, but King. anyway, speaking of not, actor oh. Don Knotts died in what year? Tim said, eighty seven. And Pinkman. Two 2006. You're Finally, on the board. Finally, you're on the board. Here we go. to oh, go. Yeah.
3: It's
1: four to one. Uh, the movie Don Juan DeMarco with Johnny Depp and Marlon Brando released in what year, Tim said? 90. And Pinkman.
3: He won up them. 91.
1: Nineteen ninety five. Oh, Pinky. he got two. What's the population of Tennessee, Tim said? Three million. Pinkman.
3: Seven million.
1: 6.7 million. There's oh. Four to three. I think it's four to three We're to three to go. That's correct. Oh, man. Ah! Baseball legend Ted Williams played Major League Ball, I think, all of those years with, uh, what, the Red Sox? Okay. Uh, He played Ball, Major League Ball, for a total of how many years, Tim said? 16. Pinkman? 13. 19. Oh. (laughs) Two to go. Right. Before he was president, Teddy Roosevelt led the charge up San Juan Hill in Cuba. In the Spanish-American War, what year was that, Tim said? 1878. And Pinkman? 1889. 1898. There's Pinky.
3: What's the score? Five to four, down to this.
1: <laughs> Get it within 100, you went out right. Mm. If Teddy Roosevelt was a crow in Washington, D.C., he would have to fly how many miles to reach Havana, Cuba? Tim said? 2,000 miles. Pinkman said?
3: 562 miles.
1: 1,134 miles. Mr. Pinkman is closer. Is it a tie game?
3: Uh, it is a tie game. Oh,
1: we go to time. Oh boy!
6: Oh, 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 A tie boy. game after ten questions. Mm-hmm. Oh
1: man, <clears throat> I'm nervous.
6: Tim finished in minute thirty one seconds. One thirty one. Pinkman got to add the uh, the yes. extra time with the nine seconds included. Yes. Minute
3: 27. Oh, oh Pinky! Oh, 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 That hurts. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Oh, Jim. boy. Oh,
12: jeez, man. <laughs> oh, 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 thank oh. You. you pulled one nice nice right try, now. Nice try, Tim. I'm hiding.
1: sorry, but bad luck for you for 24 hours. Damn. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Oh, my goodness.
2: Remember, close only counts in for <laughs> shoes hand grenades. Oh, Tim.
0: And closest mm-hmm. to the pin. So bad for him. Pin. Pin.
1: Pin.
3: Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. That's very nice. Wow. wow.
4: Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, 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 More cowbell. <laughs> Closest to the pin.
3: <laughs>
4: he is. I've been working on that. He's a you classic. Work on that one. I, I think that's yeah. pretty good. I, hey, I know what yeah. it
3: was.
1: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, because we just played.
3: Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah, no.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You just say more cowbell and everybody. Oh, it's that yeah, oh, exactly. Walking. Okay. mm mm-hmm. I saw him on, you know that uh, show on PBS mm. called Finding Your Roots?
3: Yes, I know that.
1: Yeah, he was uh, profiled a few episodes ago.
3: Did he find out he was related to royalty or something? Or... No, he
1: just found no, It's really uh, German. Oh. German background. Mm-hmm. His father was a baker. or grandfather was a baker.
3: Did he not know any of that?
1: No. Nah. Oh. N- knew very little of it. He knew his, fa- he, his father was a baker because he worked in the bake shop in uh, some place in New Jersey. But he... Th- because he has an unusual pattern of speech, yes, he it. says. I'm told that he, <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather. I'm told that I that I have a, an unusual pattern of speech, and he believes because of where he grew up in New Jersey, because there were so many people from other parts of the world that were in that neighborhood, and he <laughs> thinks he just picked picked it up.
6: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, makes sense.
1: There you go. So fascinating. Well, um, oh, it doesn't sound like you're too interested. Fascinating.
3: The uh, Twitter uh, <laughs> Twitter is blowing up, Jim, about Matt Lauer still.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shocking.
4: Uh-oh. Oh, shocking. It's shocking mean, to is,
3: me. Is Shocking. They found out Monday night by Wednesday morning he was gone.
1: What's that, photographs? As
3: the co-host oh, of the... NBC's Today, here's some info from Variety magazine, yeah. or oh, Variety newspaper. Matt Lauer once gave a colleague a sex toy as a present.
6: Oh, come on.
3: It included an explicit note uh, about how he wanted to use it with her on her, which oh, left her mortified. What are you doing? Right, now you're going come too on, far. Come on, Matt. On another day, he summoned a different female employee to his office, then dropped his pants, showing her his wiener. After that employee, well, it what? says penis, but I said what wiener. Is yeah. What, I know what is this? this? Did I don't I don't tell you? this. Did I tell you people that you, like zip it up? Like, do not air it out at work. This, what, has, to be what some, that is. this
1: has to be something that fathers say to their sons. You know, Keep part of the property. growing up yep. process. So, son, here are some things you need to know about life. Whether don't it's the birds and the bees right. and other things you need to know about being a man. Don't, All right, don't drop your pants I'll, and show people your I mean, your outside, outside yeah. of you know, just the what you're. He you look, just don't. You don't do that. Oof. I got news for you. Women are not turned on by that. Nobody's turned on by that, okay? Nobody's turned on by you waving that thing around, <laughs> See, okay? See, I thought they it's just wave not wave it. I son, thought it's not
3: a wavy thing.
1: It. It's about respect, and mm-hmm. it's about other things. But be that as it may, I don't care how <laughs> much somewhere, somewhere inside your brain it says, oh, somebody's Stop really going to get turned on by this. Nobody's getting turned on by that.
3: He dropped his pants, showed her his wiener, and after ah. the employee declined to do anything, <laughs> she was visibly shaken, he reprimanded her for not engaging in a sexual act. No. Oh. Come on, man. What Matt. a pig. Really? Seriously? Pig? Just saying.
1: Dang, say goodbye to that farm on Long Island.
3: No, he's got plenty of money. He'll be fine. No, you
4: never know. Yeah, he's going to have to sell his horses.
3: He's been shamed, though. Publicly shamed. The nation looks at you and goes, eh, eh. eh. What are you doing? Seriously? He's going to have to live with that.
1: See, well, I, I thought he was going to lose his job several years ago. Well there was that?
3: whisper campaign. There was a whisper
6: oh, yeah. campaign no, about wasn't what-
1: that. It was something <laughs> to do with...
6: Oh. Katie Couric or something? Mm-mm. No.
1: Well, Katie Couric, I Ann think Cur- she's on he, tape he uh, was saying that... He was
6: fighting with Ann Curry. Laura yeah. used to
1: pinch her on her butt on the tush. all the time. I hear you. What doing? Stop it. Yeah. Knock that off. No. Oh. Creep.
3: Ew. Seriously.
1: Garrison Keillor.
3: That's also gross, Now, the Birkenstock
1: crowd, they're all... you know, They don't know what to do. Well... They probably thought they were above and beyond any of that NPR stuff. NPR
3: had a bunch of people fired. Big shots at NPR were fired. Newsroom people. So the the granola crowd, as you described those NPR people, those people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they you know, the granola people. Yeah. That's I what you
3: meant. But I mean, he, oh, you yeah. think of it as the the elites, you know, the the, the people in in Hollywood and Some politics of and all that.
1: It's still interesting. What is that? radio lab. I like that radio lab. Oh, it's yeah, that is too. interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting.
6: like this American life. Is
3: cool. And Ira Glass is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah absolutely right nerd hey how dare you really
6: well anyway yeah, kind of nerd garrison yeah.
3: keeler and charlie rose to be are in that same old man gross bucket like stop it <laughs> gross bucket. gross bucket that's like i don't know why but these I'm two i'm not excusing
1: into their behavior but i'm saying you know some women okay. are attracted uh to the,
3: that old guy thing
1: not because they're old but charlie rose charlie
3: was rose.
6: oh charlie
1: He's urbane, he's sophisticated, he's and he's literate, he's kinda of like cut from the same cloth as James Carville.
3: Oh no, I don't think so. I mean in that he's smart? Okay, oh, he's in the smart bucket, mad. I think that's true. He's in a smart bucket, but the idea that he would have coworkers and interns and young women going to his office and wagging around is gross. No,
1: I I realize that, but up until that, nobody thought that people (laughs) would look at Charlie Rose and say, here's a very smart guy, a sophisticated individual, a literate individual, Mm. highly intelligent, no question about that. Nobody knew about his temper. Nobody knew about his sexual proclivity for dropping his pants. Nobody knew anything about that. Or Same thing with Matt Lauer.
3: In the last 35 years that I have worked with you, you have said... I
1: have not wagged my business. You have f- not. That is correct. Thank you. I okay. want to make that very clear. Here's now, Pinkman, maybe a couple of times. No.
3: You've but... wagged it at Pinkman. <laughs> I don't know what you've done with Pinkman, but you have not wagged it where I was I was it was visible. What I'll say is this. You have said, though, dozens and dozens of times, all I wanted to be was Charlie Rose. and now after it happened last week Mm -mm. jack and i looked at each other and said how much you want to bet we're never going to hear that again because now this is a guy you put up on a pedestal all i want to be is charlie rose and now charlie rose is wagging it in it it, no
1: i don't know certainly not of course not now that i know this no No. of course not well that's right i'm I'm not going to take away the observation that he was one of the best interviewers on Mm -hmm. on on television and broad in broadcast history he was very very good i don't know if he was ever the best I think Howard Stern has become one of the best interviewers now in the business. Mm -hmm. Who else? There's somebody else out there who's really good. Howard Stern. Oh, that's Scarborough that's Chris Matthews. Um, I actually had a tweet out today. Can Joe Scarborough ask a question in less than two minutes? (laughs) It's the Phillips (laughs) File on Real Radio 104.1.
0: Skewing your love-hate relationship with Facebook. I
12: did not sign up for this thing to get harassed by every moron in this office.
0: In which direction, you're not really sure. Facebook slash Real Radio or Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting Sea.
7: You are listening to the Phillips File.
1: Yeah, why does Matt Lauer have to be? Why does that have to, uh, that position have to be uh, replaced by a male?
3: Good balance. That's all.
1: Like I'm in the business, I understand the issue of gender bias. So uh, why can't the Today Show have a female uh, anchor?
3: Well, it will Savannah. Well, let's will think move of somebody up.
1: outside. I, I don't know if she. Yeah, could, I don't know. Right, they're not going to bump her.
3: her. She's beloved also. So she's
1: th- beloved, but you know, I think they're going to you know still a move over, bringing somebody from the outside like. Uh, Anybody? Just throw out a name. Female. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Kelly Ripa. Nah, she didn't. She doesn't have the current events chops. Mm-hmm. So and it has to be she, a news. Person. Oprah. I don't think she wants to get up that early. That's true. Uh, Oprah's best friend Gail.
3: Gail, she has a job on the other channel. <laughs> um. So it has to be a news person. Uh,
4: Brooke Baldwin.
3: She's cute.
1: Maria Lover. Menounos. Menounos. Who? cute uh-huh. let's not get too sexist here um, i mean does she know i mean come on we're mm-hmm. looking for somebody who's gonna have that q rating i think and it has to, to be to one be of
3: each i think it has to be one of each gender so what about, th-
1: what's her name from uh who's that pistol on msnbc in the morning
3: stephanie rule yeah it looks like she's she
1: awesome. just got out of bed
3: her hair sometimes does yeah <laughs> <it? laughs> yeah she was talking to ali Velshi today
1: she's a tiny thing
3: I don't know if she's a tiny thing, but I. I did. I
1: saw her on Morning Joe this morning, and they had to give her a booster seat. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, it was way it was way up.
3: Oh, well, she defended her broadcast partner Ali Velshi a week or couple weeks ago with Ali Velshi, the bald guy, the the.
1: Oh and yeah, sit next to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Why? What did he do?
3: Well, because one of the people they were interviewing was was being racist, saying that Ali was from some Arab oh, country, I saw. and he wasn't. He's was from Canada, so of course Stephanie jumped right in. But now she just was just talking about sexual harassment today. Of course, vis-a-vis Matt Lauer and Garrison Keeler and all this, and then she said, "Ali and I." are a couple, a, a first she wanted to say partners, what? she said we're a couple, she meant broadcast partners, but instead of saying partners, she said a couple, and it was like, she said no, I didn't mean it like that, and, and she had to then fump her around all yeah, the that's way to, till- right.
1: she squared her yeah. way, you she know, did, it was funny honest. though,
3: she was mortified at what she ended up pulling out of uh, the, the vocabulary box,
1: it's kind of strange, because he has no hair, and she has this hair that just like,
3: you know, it's exploding poof. hair, yeah, yeah, well anyway, put so- a brush through it, <laughs> no, she always is beautiful, I think she's beautiful, leave her alone,
1: Oh, I'm just saying her hair is a must.
3: <laughs> Sometimes it is. It is. It's More like she,
1: times than not, her hair is a must.
3: I think she pulls the shirt on over it and it doesn't rearrange it right or something. That's what it seems like to me. I think she's adorable.
1: I didn't say she wasn't adorable. I'm oh, just good. saying her well, hair a Well, that's why you have makeup people. That's why you have people. You know, yeah. you run back there. You sit in the chair. They today, put a thing around an apron around your neck or whatever it is. I
3: was thinking today. we dry your hair. She had a, stre- a sleeveless dress all right, on. Enough. I Wait, don't can talk I tell about. you something? I don't care about the hairdo, <laughs> but she had her bra strap showing, and I thought that at least oh, no. the stage manager would say, "Uh, uh-uh, you hoo
1: No, I think she's a little schlumpy.
3: No, I don't think so at all. Oh, I do. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, she was schlumpy today on uh, on uh, on Morning Joe. Schlumpy, how? She so closed her. Neck, you know, she just kind of. She's you know, rumpled. I don't think she pays a lot of attention. I don't think. I think she's one of those persons, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't pay a lot of attention to what she's wearing. Oh, I disagree. She's more. No, I don't. She is. She is not the. Uh, she is not the a fashion uh, plate. What uh, no, are you saying? By by no means is she the fashion plate of broadcast TV. Still wearing those wraparound dresses from nineteen, you know? No, 86. those are those are back in. Well, she got to learn how to wear it. Stop it! Oh boy,
3: rare! <laughs> boy, oh boy, look at you! I
1: just, I, I'm the one who said maybe she ought to be a replacement for Matt Lauer.
3: No, I think they need a balance. You need one of each. Why? It just is a balance. Visually, it's a balance. I think you just need a balance. So Savannah needs to move up, and whoever they bring in. That's how they work it over there. So
1: you think she'll get bumped up? Yes, you do.
3: I do. And I then they know. bring in somebody else. So it's <sighs> and, and that's how it'll be. When Regis left, it was Kelly and Michael. Then you know, of course, Mike you know. So no, it was fine.
4: Oh, maybe Michael
1: hit Wait, is he on Good Morning America? He's on the right. other yeah, channel. Uh, lame. Mm.
4: No. Mm. No. They need a football player.
1: That's what they need. <laughs> right. And well, I... Eli Manning, he just got demoted. Maybe he'll come in. Yeah, he's charming. How about OJ? Enough? He
3: needs a job. <laughs>
1: No, Eli Manning is a stand-up guy. Bring the juice back. He's uh, (laughs) well-regarded. He's uh, he doesn't have any uh, controversy. He does a lot, lots and lots and lots of charity work Mm -hmm. in New York. That's true. Nice fella. Big tall guy. Two Super Bowls, baby. You know what I'm saying?
4: Mm -hmm. There you go. Too bad he couldn't make the Giants work for him this year,
1: Eli. Bringing Don Lemon from CNN. I got that no, bubbly. I got who's got the bubbly. Who's got the bubbly?
3: They have four people whose names are being bandied about. Willie Geist.
1: I like Willie yeah. a lot.
3: He's super good as an interviewer, too. He is. Um, Craig Melvin from MSNBC. He's I got don't his know own who Craig Melvin Yes, you would is. know him if you saw him. He's Yeah, he's very, very good as a good journalist. on he on? Mm, he, he's often a sub, but I think he has his own hour, but I the forget. The Craig
1: Melvin show? It's Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I'm not um, watching any show that's called The Craig Melvin Show. He's
3: really good. He's a very good interviewer. And it doesn't
1: it, sound right. It doesn't have any ring to it. Oh,
3: boy. It. Craig Melvin T- takes the next
1: hour. Hi, I'm Craig Melvin. Join me on The Craig Melvin Show oh every Tuesday. Oh, my God. Um, no, sorry. Seriously, he's no. good.
3: At, or um, Carson Daly. Melvin. Carson Daly is no. the third name. No,
1: no, no, no.
3: Why no, 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 no?
1: Because no. it's Carson Daly. Oy,
3: oy, oy. But he's part of that morning family. Uh, yeah, he's
1: yesterday's yeah. news.
3: No, no. Mm. Alright, forget it.
4: Leave him on the voice where he belongs. Mm -hmm. Does he
1: still do that? I have no idea. I don't care either. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news, here's Big Daddy.
12: Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. It is being reported that the smart condom being developed by a British tech company will give insights into your sex life. Great. Something else to judge my performance and shame me. An Oregon couple who ate at Olive Garden for seven weeks will name their daughter Olivia Garden. Oh, that poor girl. The Wu-Tang Clan is suing a dog-walking business called Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to F with. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to MyVisionFreedom.com. End transmission.
0: When a day off from the bull**** just isn't in the cards. You look like an underling, what do you do here? Real Radio 104.1. From...
1: Wednesday on the footage file.
3: Love it.
1: One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Who is this? Gap band.
4: Gap oh, band. the Gap, Gap band. band. I think yeah. I saw them at the Citrus Bowl. They have the best khakis. When.
1: They
3: have the best what? Khakis. What
4: does that mean? It was Multiple. Oh, Gap. oh
3: sorry. Mm-hmm. All right.
4: <laughs> you know, like the adult S- business S- cash. Yeah, yeah. Synapses I mean. not
1: firing quite as well mm-hmm. as they used to. Yeah. Right you should take fish oils they're good for your brain
4: i do
3: but then you belch them all afternoon yeah, she doesn't yeah. need
1: to take anything else the <laughs> whole pharmacy out there <laughs> more supplements
3: <laughs> more supplements
1: <laughs> and i get her one of those things for hanukkah you know that you see when i always do news reports on pharmacies or whatever and they're oh. counting out the pills on that little put <laughs> the popsicle stick yeah exactly okay the 15 At 25 the pharmacy, you know, and yeah. they pour it into the bottle here you go. Mrs. Speaking of pharmacies, uh, I think I had an Ambien moment last night.
3: This is a great story.
1: So, uh, you know, usually, uh, you know. How many
3: years have you been taking Ambien? <laughs> what? what does that mean?
1: 10, 15. Oh, my. Whatever.
3: Okay. Just a baby dose, though. Yeah,
1: it was a chronic. You know, remember that? You know, I'd call in tired, or That's call true. in, so you know, I haven't gotten Silly. sleep in uh, two nights. And uh, yeah. you know, years ago, and finally, uh, you know, my doctor at the time said, "Well, let's try this and see if you sleep." And I was, oh, what a godsend! So I take five milligrams. The normal dosage is ten. Five milligrams, they—it's nursing home dosage. Mm-hmm. and uh so i take it and i and i sleep and i sleep well r- r- very very <laughs> seldom do i try and fall hard time falling asleep but you've heard the ambient stories you know people on ambient all of a sudden they wake up at third and main you know five miles from their home the cops are saying what are you doing out here and they say i have no idea what you're talking about because they you know they have these ambient moments you know where they're off they're all just off someplace Sometimes they're driving mm-hmm. yeah They've actually had people who have claimed a a defense against a murder charge, claiming that it was an Ambien moment. They don't remember anything uh-huh. about it. No, they don't remember anything about it because Ambien is a, I believe a it's is it a tranquilizer? I don't know what it is. <clears throat> but uh, so I take this Ambien, and I've never had any problem w- whatsoever. That you know about? You know, you, you've heard me talk about. My, you know, I I love chocolate. I just love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. So, uh, yesterday, for the first time in a long time, I said, I'm not going to the vending machine. I didn't. I felt very proud of that. You know, I could lose, eh, anyway, a few pounds. So, I didn't go to the vending machine. I was very proud of that. Then last night, you know, I usually, usually read for a while before, you know, lights out. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, you know, usually in somewhere along the line, maybe a half hour of am reading, you say, eh, maybe a late night snack. Oh. You know, so I'll hit the uh, Hershey's Kisses with almonds, you know, just a handful. Where do you keep them? Mm-hmm. The freezer. Keep them in the freezer.
3: So you get out of bed, get you go bed. in the kitchen, you open the freezer, you grab a handful of candy, and you go back to bed to finish reading?
1: Yeah. I see. Yeah, munch on these uh, Hershey's Kisses.
3: What do you do with the wrappers?
1: The foil. Well, usually I usually just put the foil there, and then when I'm through with them all, I crumple them all together into a ball into a, big into a foil, foil ball. ball. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so. So last night I said, "Look, I didn't go to the vending machine. I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I'm trying to get a little bit of exercise. I'm not going to have any chocolate." <clears throat> so uh, I wake up this morning, and one of the first things I, that actually came to my mind I said, "Geez, I'm really proud." You know, Jim, I'm really proud because yesterday you avoided the the vending machine, and last night you didn't get any. You didn't go to the to the fridge to get any chocolate, and. Um, so I get out of bed, you know, feeling pretty damn good about myself. Look
3: at you. Gonna lose yeah, some really. weight.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I said, okay. If you did it once, you can do it again. Right. If you can get through yesterday without doing this, you okay, can get through Andy. another day. That's one day right. at a time. One day at a time. That's what they say, Jim. You know, one day. just one day at a time. Uh huh. So I, you know, I get out, you know, put my shorts on, you know, get my flip flops and uh and I look around, and there on the bed is a uh, is a little bowl. Just chock full of those Hershey Kisses foil wrappers, Ooh. and I'm saying to myself, "I do not remember. I do not remember at all. I don't remember eating when them. When you go, no, I, I don't remember going to the refrigerator to I get got a them. Question. I don't know whether my wife is doing uh, the postman always rings twice. You know yeah. where it's like she's trying to drive me crazy.
3: I have a question. When you go out of bed. Into the kitchen, into the freezer, grab a handful of these things. Do you put them in a bowl? Sometimes
1: I do. Sometimes I don't. Okay.
3: Because if you brought them in your hands and now you're finding wrappers in a bowl, maybe your wife went and got a snack and left the wrappers in there. No? Oh, boy. All right. Forget it. No. All right.
1: No. <sighs> She's not a chocolate fiend like I am. Mm-hmm. Certainly not late at night.
3: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: So it's was like, okay, what happened here? So what's next? They find me in my pajamas in Mead Gardens or something in Winter Park at two o'clock in the morning, covered in blood.
3: Oh come on!
1: What happened here, sir? Covered in chocolate. Oops!
4: <laughs> you robbed a convenience store of all the chocolate bars. By me in Park Avenue.
3: Is it troubling no, enough? To s- in the morning. Is it troubling enough to stop taking Ambien?
1: No, I'm not going to take it. Uh, wait. No, I mean I'm not going to stop taking.
3: Stop it. taking. Okay.
1: No. No, I'll tell will
3: Well, uh, I want to know what food stuff you find in the bed tomorrow. Today it was it was pieces of a foil from the from the Hershey's kisses. Tomorrow it could be a, a you know,
1: a pork chop. No, it won't be a pork chop. I don't eat meat. There's no pork.
3: Oh, that's right. Okay.
1: Big crackers or something or It, it could, could be crackers be and popcorn. cheese. Yeah. Right. Could be.
3: Yeah, pretzels. You'll you find know, crumbs everywhere. town
1: snacker. Could sure. be, a, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be Are a you... jar of peanut butter, could be anything. Oh. Yeah, you got those ambient moments. You know, you go, uh, you're going to be uh, empty jar of bay leaves. I don't know.
3: No, you don't eat weird things. I think you just eat.
1: Like <laughs> my mother
3: get... told me that she used to make a sandwich and find, like, the the crust.
1: She was an ambient too?
3: Yeah. She said she would find the, the crust in the sink and think, who the hell ate that? And it was her.
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so there you go. Mm. What a so I threw them all away. The I threw those Hershey kisses away today. It
3: doesn't matter because you're going to eat something else. No. If you're ambient eating, yeah, you are. You don't know.
1: No, that's my that's my go to. It's always Hershey's Kisses. That's my uh, me and George Takai.
3: Oh, is that his thing too? His weakness? Yeah, Hershey but he kisses? has a Hershey bar. Oh, Hershey oh my! <laughs> oh, Brad. Oh boy.
1: Yep. <clears throat> so anyway,
4: there you go. Well, all right. You hear about this uh, uh, Bosnian war criminal that drank poison in court? The- yes. Nope. It's out of a weird movie, huh? right yeah i didn't think people did that in real life where would you get the poison when he'd just walk he just
1: walked into the courtroom for sentencing uh, or whatever it was at and the he's got a, store. he's got a little uh you know
3: a little looks viola. like a night
1: quill
8: uh he had a
3: dosage cup full of yeah. something and and he the, the picture that they have in all the papers is he's you know swigging like a a a shot glass full of something and he says i just took poison and he and he sw- sw-
1: luck. what is it i don't know how do you but get that he's dead I know he's dead.
3: Okay, well, it's not like it's some uh, imitation poison. I never
1: could figure out that Bosnian war, that crow out. Serbians, Bosnians. I never, I never, no no matter how hard I tried, I just Mm. couldn't. Who's right? Who's wrong? Who's trying to do whatever? Oh. I think maybe that might have been part of the problem of the war itself.
12: Nobody could quite figure out. What's to hide your own. Why are you fighting?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out myself. I, you know. We got these Muslims, and then we got these Christians over here, and this Yugoslavia, but this thing broken up, and it's up. You know, when you have any idea why we're fighting, I don't have a clue. Says seconds after UN judges upheld his
4: 20 year sentence, Slobodan Prahljak shouted out angrily, "Praljak is not a criminal, then drank from a small brown bottle. Yeah, see you later. I'll show him. And then his lawyer shouted, My client says he has taken poison.
6: Uh Oh,
3: (laughs) sidebar. That's not funny.
4: Man, I record. think the judges like a war criminal. He's yeah, dead. a war criminal. Yeah, kind oh, I like guess yeah, exactly. Never
3: mind then.
4: Fine. Took them twenty years to finally do something about him.
3: Yeah, this was like the longest trial ever, and finally he's found guilty, or it looks like they're minutes away from finding him. And boom, he swings something, and he's dead as a doornail. See you later. That's dramatic, all right. I mean, that you have to have some planning yeah, what,
1: and. What a way to go! Oof. Yeah. No, thank you.
3: It's like a soap opera or something. No thanks. Yeah. What? Poison?
1: Yeah, no thanks. No poison. That doesn't seem pleasant. Like a pleasant way to go. I think mean, it depends on the poison. Yes. You got to pick your poison. Huh. What do you mean
3: by that? That's where that comes from. <laughs> pick your poison. Oh.
1: Never heard that? I did. Either
4: way, you're suffering so When you total... go up to the
1: bar.
3: Oh, that's a bo- an alcohol thing, I think. Yeah, so
4: you
1: pick your poison.
4: Yeah. Mm. There you go. Either way, you're probably suffering total organ failure. E. Hey, Lefty, what do you have? Yeah. Pick your poison.
1: <laughs> y'all got snake venom? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, no. Guys
1: new in town? Where y'all from?
3: What church do you go to?
1: Mm-hmm. Pick <laughs> your We're, poison. What church are you going well, to? Oh, boy. We're out Oklahoma way. You guys with that cattle baron, that Isle Guy up there? Uh-huh. Colorado way. Mm-hmm. Colorado way. Uh-huh.
8: <laughs> Colorado. checking your guns at the door?
4: Mr. Earp's going to be down here pretty soon. Ooh. You want to hear something uh, sensational? I... Yeah, sure. I better be. Matt Lauer. What now? According to a oh, variety no. report. Oh, oh, what? Also had a button installed under his desk that would w- lock the door from the inside.
1: Oh, creepy. What?
4: Yeah. Like another movie like thing.
6: Like a villain. Super villain.
4: His office was in a secluded space, and he had a button under his desk that allowed him to lock his door from the inside without getting up.
1: And a trap door, right?
4: <laughs> right. To the gator pit. Says, but, this, Yeah,
1: but for what? I mean...
4: It says this afforded him the assurance of privacy. It allowed him to welcome female employees and initiate inappropriate contact while no while knowing nobody could walk in on him. Wow. According to two women who were sexually harassed by Well, Lauer. why couldn't
1: you just get up from your desk and go to your door and lock it?
4: Maybe he wanted to seem more intimidating.
1: hear that click?
9: Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> now you're
3: stuck in here, like, whoa.
1: <laughs> ew, that's hey, creepy. You're not going anywhere.
3: And then he stands up click. and he dropped his pants and, you know, has his wiener out. It's like, what is that? It's, like, it's his wiener. I, what I know it <laughs> what it is. I you know what it is? it is. But it's like, and now he's locking people in. And from the, I don't know what's happening in there. They have to lock the door from the inside. From a secret button under the d- table, uh, like ew. well, I you know, the,
1: all right, did he do it himself? I mean, the the question I would have, what? Yeah, what is it, Matt? I, hey, you know, I need a lock that I can hit a button at my desk and it will lock. And nobody says, <laughs> all what? right, what's that for? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have right. to go to uh, you know human resources because. <laughs> Nobody has a button. What, what the, Even the president of NBC doesn't have a button that locks, uh, locks the door from the uh-huh. desk. All right? right? What's going on there, Mr. Secret Agent Man? One of the top <laughs> tweets about it yeah. says, A button under your
4: desk <laughs> to lock your door without getting up is literally some, quote, villain from a movie yeah. type
1: S. I don't, I, don't, I don't believe it.
3: But it's from Variety.
1: I, I just don't I just don't believe it. I just do we have a second source
3: confirmation, Pinkman? Someone <laughs> because that sounds does sound just a little, the
1: variety. How do you do so that? Far. I mean, do you do it by remote control or is there a wire that goes from the button underneath the carpet up into the door to the lock? No, I mean, it's wireless. It's one of those he does it himself, or it's all Bluetooth. He says he have to bring yeah. somebody in from the outside on the weekends I look, I really need a favor. Okay, like a I contractor. need you to you know. Mm-mm. Or does he go to somebody that he doesn't, He can't go to NBC. You can't go to anybody at NBC and say, look, I got to have, or it's in his contract. I have to have, among other things, you know, a buyout clause. And I get the certain amount of vacation time per year. No. And every third Friday I get off. Uh, and I also want a lock that I can, uh, that I can lock my remote control from my desk.
3: No, I think it's because <laughs> sometimes he probably has to change clothes. So he always looks crisp. Right? And he probably changes clothes in there and he wants to make sure no one walks in on him and sees him in his underpants. We understand that, Matt. Okay, so he needs a lock. He needs a door that locks.
1: Yeah, okay. Get up and go to the door and lock it. And click it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you can do it yourself. No, you're not getting a button. (laughs) Matt, you can't
6: have a button. Come on. If I can't have a standing desk, you can't have a button. (laughs) I think that that's probably what happened.
3: That was
1: the excuse? I'm sure. He has I need to, to have a button
3: <laughs> to lock the <laughs> door automatically. I like to
1: sit here in my, in my underpants. In underpants. <laughs> I, I don't. I like to on. sit here in my underpants, and I need to be able to lock that door. I don't
3: want anybody to walk in and have anybody, you know, embarrass anybody or myself. So if you could please arrange for me to push a button, so I don't have to, you know, while I'm changing, I could just go click, yeah, and Matt, then the
1: door locks. I got, all right, man, just go to the door and lock it yourself. Uh, okay, uh, we're not putting a special button in there and a special a special lock for you. But he did it himself.
4: You think he has the know-how to install his own buttons? It's Matt Lauer, I YouTube it. <laughs> it's Matt Lauer. He used to be a contractor in another life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here's John uh, Newman on Real oh, Radio. Hello, oh, Newman. Hello, Jim. Hello, Newman. Oh,
11: Newman. Hey, how's everybody? You know what? <laughs> I, I'm 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 thoroughly baffled by these guys. No. I don't take Viagra. Does Viagra titillate you? Does it titillate you? Does Do you have to get your emotions out under the influence? Of, what does Viagra do? It's
1: not an does aphrodisiac. It, no. it doesn't no. create sexual desire. Just it just gets your wiener to you work.
11: work. Well, do you think then the the goal would be if I get my wiener to work, then somebody can work my wiener? I mean, what what is the do you think
1: well, You don't been- have to have somebody to work your wiener. You can work your own wiener.
11: It's no, you can, you can work your own wiener, but that's true. But do you think this elongated time span needs to be accomplished to? Ha- it just tell. I mean, what? what are you talking I-
3: about? I, I mean I, you know, I, I had- had- can I- follow what you're I've saying. I missed that last what? part altogether. What? what? Okay, listen.
11: <laughs> do these guys take these pills just to wreck themselves, to, to show these women that they can get erect for these women? I don't understand these guys doing what they do, right, number one. Well, they're I exhibitionists.
1: Uh, nobody says they're uh, aroused when they do this. I you know, maybe they are. Maybe they are. I have no idea. I don't even want to think about it. It bothers me. Well, but can I, but... you
11: imagine all of them in a circle talking like in, in some, uh, oh. you know, therapist? would have to ask these guys questions don't we need to know about these
3: type of people type of people i don't think it's any type of person is it are you you lumping them all together
11: well wouldn't you they're
1: all sexual predators right no 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 right. no, 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 no no well in, in a way yes be, yeah. Yeah, in a way it's a, it's a, it's, it's a power thing Men who want and to they be use uh, they use their sexual organs to you know some Look engage in got. assault which oh. is a criminal activity you know others are exhibitionists are which i guess is a form of uh, of 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 a of a criminal act and others are just, uh, other, others are just bores. I mean, they're they're sexual harassers, but that doesn't necessarily you know, violate a criminal, that's Ooh, not yeah. a violation of criminal law. Well, a don't you remember law. when
3: Louis C.K.'s story came out, when he was also accused of you know having other comedians come to his room, and, and he asked them, can I take it out? Well, the, they thought he was kidding, of course. I mean, that's an odd request, right? So they thought, ha ha ha, he's kidding. Was he was a comedian, never...
1: yeah. They thought it was a part of an act.
3: Part of a joke. So then they said, ha ha ha, I'm sure he's just kidding and they turned back around and damn it, if it wasn't out.
11: So- this could trade, be traced back when they were children, too. I didn't have a father, so I, nobody taught me the right I have no mom.
1: idea where this comes from. I happen to believe I, I, uh, there's I, some I, environmental factors, but I happen to believe people are just wired a particular way. And I've said it a million times, I mean, if you could go into people's heads and really, you know, project it onto a screen, you know, their fantasies, their desires, their animal's feelings about whatever, their libido, uh, you, you'd go running from the room if it was projected up on the screen. But most human beings are able to keep certain things in check and others, for whatever reason, can't. What are the? The reason for I'm not sure what the reason for that is.
3: I think men value. Wait a minute, I'm thinking. All of a sudden, it dawned on me. Just a minute, these men who are all coming out are middle aged men, right? They're, none of them are youngsters. They're not 20-something year olds or even 30-something year olds. They're in their 40s and 50s and 60s and whatever, right? So as they are addressing the issues of aging and their virility, the only, maybe there's something to do with if my wiener is not out, if no one's admiring it, if I can't get a boner, whatever it is, you know, they want somebody to see that they have something. You know, to make them feel virile and and useful and and uh, worthwhile or something. I think like it's
1: that. much more involved in it. I think it's I think it's basically power and using their sexual organs to be able to get away with something, and uh, that's the ultimate uh, the the ultimate power that they have over anybody, and uh, is.
3: What's the only thing that they have in common? I mean, they do have some common threads. They don't always do it the same way. Some of them say, watch me take a shower. Some of them say, can I ta- you know, take it out? Ha, ha, ha. And, 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 I think
1: there's a certain desire of, of saying, I'm going to see what I can get away with. And uh, to see how much power family. I have. And I'm going to yeah. prove to myself how much power I have. Because I can do this. Otherwise, the re- a regular, let's say, Joe below for the most part, yes. I can't get away with this stuff. But I have power now and I'm going to exhibit my power and watch this. And here's what I'm going to what's anybody going to do? Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to negate my power. And I think that's what happens in a lot of these cases. Uh, I think in some other cases, men are just happen to be wired a particular way. This is how this is how they this is what what excites them.
3: Powerful men. Uh, it, it, no, it's not just powerful, powerful men, men who are middle-aged men. No, they're they That's the common. No, There's no,
1: not the common thread. There are men who are exhibitionists. They're not powerful. They're exhibitionists. This is what they're trying to get away with something. They're trying to. They're trying to prove to themselves that they can get. That's what it excites them. That they can be able to do something that the culture, the society certainly frowns upon. and says that is a gigantic no-no, and they want to see if they can get away with it. Right. It doesn't have to necessarily do. With and maybe it is a power trip, but it doesn't have to necessarily do with the amount of innate power that one has or the amount of money. Well, you know, I'm talking
3: know. about the guys who are in the news, whether it's entertainment, politics, uh, celebrity, com- comedy, what these men that have come out in the last six months or whatever that have that common thread to them and in some way, public, in some way, famous, in some way, you know, middle aged men um who are maybe, doing this kind maybe of behavior of it, yeah. I, I don't know what that's about but there if you start to look at the common thread that to me is what is, is yeah, but glaring you're gonna, find,
1: you're gonna find men in power that are not known who are in powerful positions whether it's in business whether it's in finance whether it's in the medical community do the right. same thing right they have a certain amount of power it's not an age thing you have younger men who do the same things as well now maybe it progresses as they get older but this isn't all of a sudden. Hey, I'm 55 years old, so I think I'll unzip my pants and uh, yeah. and uh, and have door. a have a an automatic lock on my door. Right. And then maybe it's maybe it's progressive. You know, their power builds, so they're uh, so they believe that their ability to get away with certain things is enhanced as well. Yeah, it's above, the Phillips yeah. File on Real Radio 104.1.
0: Lots of people call. Don't even do it without crying. Real Radio 104.1. Here. How you doing? Hey, how you doing?
5: How
1: you doing?
8: Really how to go from to gooch in three minutes, ain't it? When the mood, it. And
2: the mood, it. it? This one goes out to all y'all who long for the days of the mirror ball. Gonna show you what it takes to shake your tushko grab an apple off the tree and throw it in the bush show. Variate this one if you choose. This is how you knock the strooms off
8: your shoes. Yeah. Classic physical garish. Then you reel in the tuna when you're at the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. The
2: maximum thing I hope you shave. Interlock your fingers and ride the
1: wave. Disco <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday oh, on, the on the final. Time to react. Hey, I Some doing. of these are hey. funny. You have to Man, see the nah, video that know, goes yeah. with it. it's got a video, okay. mm-hmm. Hey, Anthony, mm-hmm. you're doing a great job, Anthony. Okay, good for you. Oh, yes. Lauer, who was paranoid about being followed by tabloid reporters group, were emboldened at 30 Rockefeller Center as his profile rose following Katie Couric's departure from today in 2006. His office was in a secluded space, and he had a button under the desk that allowed him to lock his door from the inside without getting up. This afforded him the assurance of privacy, allowed him to welcome female employees and initiate inappropriate contact while knowing nobody could walk in on him, according to two women who were sexually harassed by Lauer.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye to your comfy life. No, well. Your wife's going to have to sell some of those horses, maybe. <laughs> oh, Matt. You blew it, man. Maddie, what are you thinking? $25 million a year.
3: I'm sure he's got plenty of money. He doesn't have to worry about where his next meal is
1: coming from. You never know. Spend yep. it all on that button. <laughs> mm-hmm. and maybe
4: he spent most of it, and he was
1: counting on more years. And then You he... never know. Mortgaged mm-hmm. up to his years. Mm-hmm. Gamble, bro, oh, man. God, another horse. Got another horse. Keep her happy. Here's David on Real Radio. Go ahead, David.
11: Hey, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing all right. All right. My question is this. Do you think all of this whatever came out about Tinko, roller, if it wasn't for Harvey
1: Weinstein. Do I think it would have come out? Yeah. I have some serious doubts about it. I think Harvey, the Harvey Weinstein case you know, that was broken open by, what's his name, with the New Yorker, Runes, and then the New, yeah, the Farrow, and the New Yorker, and the New York Times. Right, right. I think it was That's the, I think it opened the gate to, uh, uh, that allowed other women to have the courage to come forward, yes.
11: Right, I also think it came about even when we even talk about Bill Cosby.
1: I think that had something to do with it as well.
11: Even though he hasn't been found guilty of anything yet. Yeah. you know, the problem I have with this is how long it took, you know, for this to be going on. I mean, Cosby was making $89 million a year back in the 80s of his height. Why didn't all this come out back then, you know? I I just don't get that this was going on for so many years. Why nobody came out when these guys were really making the big bucks?
1: Well, I, I can't. And I, I think uh, I think people who are victims are are reticent mm. to come forward because they have no power, because they're going to say, who's going to believe me? They're going to believe me, or they're going to believe Bill Cosby. They're going to believe me, or they're going to believe Harvey Weinstein, who controls everything in Hollywood. You know, it's the same thing with politicians. They're going to believe me, or they're going to believe the guy who was elected to the United States Senate, or to the Oval Office. You know how that works. You know, yeah, pe- people people yeah. have a tendency to want to believe people who are in power or are popular in in American culture, and so he said, oh, "Who's going to believe them?" I mean, look what's happening in Alabama with all the women who have stepped forward to say that they were either physically, sexually abused or molested by this uh, by this goofball who's running for the United States Senate, and it appears he's going to be elected. Absolutely. Yeah, are they are saying who you it's know? And it's always oh, they're looking for something. Well, yeah, they have nothing to. They, they, these women have nothing to gain. There's nothing to be gained. What's to be gained? I don't know. A lot of people say
11: you know, that somebody opened the floodgates. It's kind of like a dam, you know. It's I think it's as a matter of fact. I
1: think it's. I think it's great. I think it's a cultural change. I think there's uh, certainly gender bias in business. Um. You know, I think it's if nothing, it certainly opens the door for further discussion, certainly for men and women as well. But I think men need to take a very, you know, speaking for for men, if I can do that, to take a very, you know, good look at how we uh, at how we behave. I'd like, I'd like to think that I'm, you know, hmm. that I'm That's fairly respectful. That's, That's the way I was raised. I was raised that way. I was taught that in military school, a bunch of other things. I'm not perfect, yeah. but I think I have a healthy respect for people, men and women.
11: Right, but we haven't heard anything from one guy, but two a powerful woman.
3: Yeah, I don't think women are wired that way, but...
1: Yeah, I think men have, men have taken advantage of their position and their power, and they've known because this has been upheld and protected for so many years. Hey, what are they going to do?
6: Terry Crews came out and said something like, he was touched inappropriately by a dude. I mean, who's
1: right? Oh, yeah. yeah, but most in most cases, it's 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 workplace culture, and you know a lot of this is uh, you know the what needs to be observed. At least I think is a lot of these what we're seeing now is these are men in very powerful positions, of course. But this kind of activity happens all the time in all all manner of business. You know, the restaurant business certainly is rife, rife with sexual harassment, um, and. Talk to, talk to any female who's in the restaurant business. As a mm-hmm. server, they'll tell you a horror story. Small business. And know, like, say, why don't you go to uh, human resources? What's human resources in a small business? There the intense. boss is human resources. Who right. are you going to go complain to? Right. You know, and that, uh, I think, there, at least I think, there, there needs to be a better understanding of what takes place in the, in the workplace. You know, bigger organizations, they have things in place, they have programs, they have seminars, they have, you have to watch this, you have to take a test on proper, uh, you know, uh, proper behavior in the workplace. In most, in most businesses, that doesn't take place. You know, you take a Disney or you take an iHeart Media. You know, we have all those things set in in stone. Mm-hmm. You know, once a year, twice a year, three times a year, whatever the case might be. You need to watch this. You need to pay attention to this. Oh, we yeah. have it in the book. Yeah, you got to take the test and we this and it. that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't happen in the in the small shop down the street. You know that as well as I do. It doesn't happen in the, in 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 the restaurant where somebody has to report to the manager. He's got to do you know that touchy feely. Who say, well, What are you going to do? And where are you going to go? All you have to do is talk to your wife or your partner or your daughter, and ask them if they've ever been the victim of inappropriate, uh, you know, behavior in the workplace. And if they're honest, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna like what you hear. Here's uh, Darlene on Real Radio.
7: Hey, Phil File, hope you're all doing well. Doing okay couple of th- quick things. The one thing is I just want to mention quick. You had mentioned a few weeks ago about a good place to have chicken parmesan.
0: A chicken
1: parmesan, a diner chicken parmesan. Oh. I'm not talking about well, Italian restaurant. I'm talking about no, Linda's.
7: No, no. I'm going to tell you. Uh, well, have oh, you she's ever got been place. to Goodfellow?
1: Okay, I'm in- out that.
7: Goodfellas, East Orlando, the corner of Al-Afea and East Colonial. Oh, Everything's yeah. homemade. I'll tell you what. It is phenomenal. Okay, all righty. All right, give it a try. The second thing, All talking about Ambien, and I've called before about this. I take it as well, 10 yeah. milligrams for insomnia. Oh, heavy duty. And I've learned, take it right when you go to bed, don't do anything. Well, unfortunately, there's been a couple of times I've woken up yeah. an hour or two later,
9: yeah.
7: and the next morning think, was that a dream or not? Let me go look. I looked on my Facebook Messenger. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah moira and what <laughs> i texted an ex-boyfriend who we parted on very bad terms hey how are you how school how are you blah 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 went on this like 20 minute conversation where i even said i hope your girlfriend isn't upset i'm texting you she's in the other room don't worry about it uh-oh Ooh. Oh, I was like, oh, God. And he is like the most narcissistic man. So I know his ego was like, ha, she still wants me. No, I don't. I was on BN. Get over it.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
7: Oh, my God. Don't sometimes. do that again. Turn sometimes, off your. Yeah, a couple. And I, I check my bank account every day just because. And there's been a few times I've ordered crap off amazon that i didn't even need oh to i've rustling. done that late at night, night before insulin. the ambient
1: yeah everybody does that though <laughs> you know you get on the computer you're yeah, kind of sure. sleepy kind of tired and, you know, okay, click. i have to have this exactly yep. and then the package comes to your door and say what the you know what what is this, what did, did I I this? Uh-uh. Oh, what did i order this uh what did i what did i get that for cat massager it's the phillips <laughs> file on real radio 104.1
7: Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041.
2: And now, the Phillips File presents
7: a game that is
2: not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right, you've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever excited host. Jim
1: Phillips. I'm excited. I know you're excited. It's time for that regular round of closest to the pen. By the way, in about 15, 20 minutes, we'll talk with Scott Maxwell, who writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Right now, I'm playing against Jason. Mike will be the backup. I will go to the Soundproof booth. And while I do,
6: Casey, two times, two times. We'll tell you what the prize is. Pair of tickets to see Trans Siberian Orchestra's The Ghosts of Christmas Eve at the Ooh. Amway Center on December 16th. <laughs> tickets for Trans Siberian Orchestra's Winter Tour 2017 are now on sale. Visit realradio.fm. You tickets. Nice. All
4: right. Cool. It's a good price. And Jason is our player, correct? Yes, Indeed. correct. All right. Nice guy, Jason. All right. We'll bring you up. Hello, Jason. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. How are you?
10: I'm doing good. And you?
4: I am. I'm doing well, sir. Thank you for asking. Uh, You are quite welcome. Oh. Aren't you kind? All right. Today's category. (laughs) So what you up to? So, uh, yeah. What you doing later? Uh, Today's...
3: (laughs) Ew, creepy. Okay, now we're done. We're good. All right. I'm putting
4: it it back in my pocket.
3: Please. Please.
4: Today's category comes to us from Brad. It's a sequel to yesterday's category called... Animal House 2, the unauthorized sequel. Mm. Guess what? <laughs> guess the year in which these other movies with an animal in the title were released. Did you listen yesterday, Jason? I did. Okay. Awesome. You'll so do y- great. You know. All right. Here we go. All you have to do is guess the year of these movies with some sort of animal in the title. You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. In three, two, one. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape planet of the apes
11: uh, 1972
4: a man brutally murdered comes back to life as an undead avenger of his and his fiance's murder in the crow
11: 1994
4: a professional assassin plots to kill charles de gaulle the president of france it was based on, to the book and the truth the day of the jackal
11: 1987
4: lenny John Malkovich, and George, Gary Sinise, roamed the countryside during the Great Depression, hoping of a better life in of mice and men. Uh,
0: 1952.
4: It barely broke even, but has its place in pop lore, Snakes on a Plane. Uh,
11: 2012.
4: Time. Time. All right, Jason, we'll put you on hold. Some of them he did all right on, some of them... Uh, yeah. That's no, I mean. the John Malkovich and Gary That's how it song. happens. All it, right, it, That's it. okay. It's okay, Jason.
3: It's all good. What? It's all good, Pop. What?
4: What? What? This is uh it's gonna Those be a like good onions
1: one. in here, There's somebody's workout clothes.
4: Ew! Maybe both. Your workout onions. <laughs> <laughs> Today's category <laughs> comes to us from Brad. Oh, thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. It's called Animal House 2, <sighs> the unauthorized <laughs> sequel. Got
1: smacked around yesterday. What?
4: Again, Nothing. Again, just like yesterday, guess ah. the year in which these other movies with an animal in the title were released. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. In three, two, one. Fiance's murder in the Oh, wait. No, What's wait, sorry. I don't know. Something. <laughs> t- something this did you screen. touch something? Yeah. You
3: touched something, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Come on. All right, now are you ready? I, I was trying to get
1: the screen bag, and I hit the wrong button. It's Want me to mom- do it again?
3: No, it's that mambo thumb. Don't, don't, no, no.
1: I didn't no. hit it with a mambo thumb. All I right. hit it with my forefinger.
3: All right, whatever. Okay. Ready to play? Okay.
1: Yes.
4: All right, here we go. In three, two, one. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Planet of the Apes. 1968. A man brutally murdered comes back to life as an undead avenger of his and his fiance's murder in The Crow.
1: Oh, uh, The Crow was 1986.
4: A professional assassin plots to kill Charles de Gaulle, the president of France. Mm-hmm. It was based to the book and the truth, The Day of the Jackal. 1970. Lenny, John Malkovich, and George, Gary Sinise, mm-hmm. roamed the countryside during the Great Depression, hoping of a better life in of mice and men. 1984. It barely broke even, but has its place in pop lore, Snakes on a Plane.
1: Snakes on a Plane was 2010. Time. Time. Right. What do you oh, think about that? Oh, oh, I don't know. How did I do?
3: Pretty, pretty, pretty well. Did I do okay? I think you it, did. Could have been all Damn! Done. Where's
1: my screen? Oh no! Stupid screen. Let me let me just press this one. And see what nope. happens. Oh, you got it! Oh, I did it! Points. <laughs> all right. Ding.
4: All right. Let's score this game. You played against Jason. Yeah. He uh he was real ready to go. So let's do. Okay this. then. All righty. Take your stinger paws off me, you damn dirty ape, Planet of the Apes. Jason said seventy two. I got this. And Jim sixty eight. One of them's on the money. It was nineteen sixty eight. Oh, that. there it is. I knew that.
3: Good start. Huh? Um, no, thanks. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's downhill
4: from Oh from here. boy, <laughs> to nothing. A man brutally murdered comes back to life as an undead avenger of yeah. his and his fiance's murder in The Crow. Jason said
3: ninety four.
4: And Jim eighty six. Again, one of them is on the money. Ah. Oh. Nineteen. And 94. Oh, there It's, Jason a, two it's Jeez, tight. It's Man, tight. I can't
3: win them. Jim, this. it's all tied up.
4: A professional assassin right. plots to kill Charles de-, de Gaulle. De Gaulle. That's what he said. That is what I said the first time. The president of France. It was based on the book and the truth. The day of the jackal, yeah, Jason yeah. said. 87. And Ooh. Jim? 70. Uh, Jim is closer. It was 1973. There you go. It was remade oh, as a jackal in 97 with Richard Gere and Bruce Willis. Yeah, I went nowhere. Uh, Lenny, played by John Malkovich, and George, played by Gary Sinise, roamed the countryside during the Great Depression, hoping of a better life in Of Mice and Men. I think
3: he was thinking of a different version, Jason. because Jason said 52 and Jim said 84.
4: Jim is Yeah, closer. I know the one he was thinking yeah. about, because uh, that's what I was thinking when I... Go ahead. All Sorry. right. Well, you're closer. It was 1992 for this one.
3: All So Jim's up 42, and we have one more left.
4: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. comes down to this. Mm-hmm. It barely broke even, but has its place in oh, pop yeah. lore. Yeah. Snakes on a Plane. Starring Samuel L. Jackson. Great title. They said 450 snakes were used, nice. including one 22-foot-long Burmese python. Lovely. Jason said...
3: That movie came out in 2012, and Jim said... Tw- 2010.
4: One of them is closer. And oh. This will determine the match set point. The answer was
1: 2006.
4: Jim takes the point and, and wins the game. game. Jason,
1: I'm sorry. You were the sacrificial lamb. You're That's back. the way it goes. Mike, you pick up the prize. Thanks for...
11: I am the champion.
2: Oh boy. I am the greatest. I will wobble. I can't lose. Playing
1: closest to the pin.
2: Remember, close only counts in... Oh, boy. ...shoes, hand grenades, and... Closest to the pin, pin, pin. I win.
3: Pin. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? What's that? Lemon cream pie. Today's <laughs> National Lemon Cream Pie Day.
1: Looks like pudding. No, it's not. It's like lemon.
4: That's pudding. like
3: a meringue. Yeah, I but guess that's on a, top.
1: I don't know why that would be this time of year. That's no, like a summertime. I agree with that. Yeah.
4: Okay.
3: Just saying. If, I don't make them up. I just report them.
4: We don't pretend to know the ways
1: of the world. No, never not for have. National food Never days. will. Uh huh. We're at number five. It's the Phillips (laughs) File on Real Radio 104.1. Scott Maxwell, a conversation with him right around the corner. First things first, the news. Here's Big
12: Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The founders of Dip Clips have introduced a new invention for the modern American, a fast food sauce holder. The perfect gift for those in your life that shame eat in their car. A cat named after Notorious B.I.G. was shot multiple times and survived. Too bad Biggie didn't also have nine lives. The United Methodist Church in Malibu, California was told by officials to stop serving food to the homeless because they were attracting too many homeless people. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com End Transmission
2: Looking for a home? Go to WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Why? Because they're not the banks. They also have special loan programs for the self-employed, or maybe you want to finance a mobile home. They can do that as well. Their service is second to none. Go online to WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs.
7: Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From the... You are listening to the Phillips file on Real Radio. Real radio.
1: Just go Wednesday on the Phillips file. Every Wednesday we talk with Scott Maxwell. He writes the tick, names Colin for the Orlando Sentinel. We talk about what he's writing about and things what what i'm thinking about please welcome scott maxwell back to the program how was your thanksgiving
10: it was uh, very nice jim we decided to get away to the uh, beach for a little bit and nobody was there
1: there you
3: oh, go that's good nobody was at the <laughs> beach
10: No, because, well, it was also crappy weather, so that tends to run off people. But we went fishing every day, and my son and I caught things that were way too small, only uh, big enough to use for other bait. But, you know what, a bad day fishing, I mean, yeah, better than a good day at the
1: office. There you go. I got a a bunch of things I want to talk to you about. First of all is uh, John Morgan. John Morgan, of course, everybody knows in Central Florida. um, For the people, For the people, of course. Mm -hmm. Big Democratic fundraiser, and now he's announced, let me see if I can get this straight, He's leaving the Democratic Party to become NPA, no party affiliation. He has no desire to run for governor, at least as a Democrat. What is going on here?
10: Yeah, it was a little bit of a muddled mech- uh, message that he sent out, and that was like on Black Friday, wasn't it? That happened to be in the office that day. Uh, yes, yeah, so he said he has no use for any – either of the parties or either the candidate, any of the candidates, I think. Uh, and so it was originally written that uh, he was out of the governor's race f- for sure, and then he clarified it to say – no, I'm not saying I won't run for governor. I'm only saying that if I run, I'd run as an independent. But I'm probably not running for governor.
1: He doesn't want his uh, privacy disturbed. I think a lot of it. You know, I've mentioned before he's not, he wouldn't he wouldn't win. He just wouldn't. He's got too many. He's fat, dumb, and happy. I mean that in a metaphorical sense. I mean he's just he's very private. He enjoys his life, and I don't think he would. I don't think he would like the intrusion. He knows what's go. He knows what happens with politicians, and I don't think he would want that spotlight. For him or his family, uh,
10: I agree with half of that. I am not 100 percent confident he would not win. Uh, I uh, I believe the past presidential election taught us that you there, you can't. There's no such thing as disqualifying. Mm. But I absolutely agree with the notion that it just puts your life under a microscope. And his life's already been under a microscope. And, sure. and it ain't all pretty. I mean, he had some ugly, uh, flirt video during the marijuana yeah. thing. He's had a uh, some uh, drinking things in the past. Now. What he could do, what other people have done, is say, "Hey, you know what you're getting when you get me," right? Uh, well, and, right. And, and and wrap his arms around it. And I'm not perfect, and you can actually do that. I think we even we have a you know a city commissioner who's been uh, elected twice by saying, "I've got all kinds of flaws in my background, but I'm human," and I, you, so that's why I don't think it's un- impossible. But I got to tell you, that's just the stuff we know. And he's got tons of money he's got uh that's going to be pried into and then they started talking about are you gonna have to put it in a blind trust and who really wants to do that he's making so i'd like you said i think he's living a good life right now and i think that just sounds like a mess the the, 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 the luster starts to wear
1: well why away. the departure from the democratic party he's a huge one of the biggest democratic party fundraisers in the nation not just in central florida florida but the nation so what's the deal with that
10: that part I can't claim to completely know, um, except that he might be a little bit like me. I mean, they're, they're, they're really just – this, this is not a well-run organization. This isn't your A-plus uh, game team here in Florida. They, they can't win. You could spot them all six sides of the dice, and they'd roll a seven. I mean, they, they can't seem to do anything uh, right. And uh, I, I
1: think he's generally viewed them as losers, just to be honest. Just generally speaking, just like, why, why bother?
10: Well, I think about it this way. If you're a history perspective, think how many millions of dollars you've given. Yeah. I mean, every gubernatorial campaign, right. he's had Jimmy Buffett in his backyard uh, for for Bill McBride or for Alex Sink or for, God, who was it last time? Charlie Crist. Yeah. I mean, and, and you just lose, lose, lose. DeBone Nelson's the only Democrat who's won. I think he views it sort of a, a losing team. Now, that
1: said, I'm not sure an independent wins uh, either. So that's why I, I think if I had to bet, it looks like he's moving away from this. All right, let me move on to your column today, which I thought was excellent. They always are. But your column today is essentially talking about the touch-up photographs, I guess, in high school yearbooks. I think that's the the essence of what's going on. Uh, And I didn't know this existed. I didn't know that, you know, with your high school yearbook, you could have somebody come along and do a, you know, get rid of the, the braces or the blemish or I guess, you know, who knows what else. And they... And and they ch- and they charge for this, and I guess people do it.
3: You can even whiten their eyeballs. It's ridiculous. You know, no, you have that, was, a- the, that was the one that made me go. You
10: all right? You know what? I'm not. I'm not just putting this away. I'm fighting about this one because yes, I think we're all familiar with the concept of airbrushing, and sure. maybe you got a big zip that just comes out of nowhere like the, you know, like the star of Bethlehem on your forehead. And you get it on picture
3: day. Yeah, of course. Okay. All
10: right. You get that. But, but without even asking for any of those things, uh, and my daughter, and this happens basically with everyone, I I think it's just people don't know about it because their kids are going through it right now. You get a pop-up that offers you if you want to uh, whiten their teeth, if you want to whiten their eyeballs, which who the hell even knew you needed whiter eyeballs? You can get uh, braces removed from their teeth. Uh, we had, as I mentioned, there was one woman who, who without her permission, the photo studio add her, added her child's teeth back in his mouth uh, because uh, they <laughs> lost him. Uh And oh. then there was this, this school up in, uh, where was it, Kansas City, where the photo company just took it upon themselves to thin out all the girls they thought were a little pudgy, just uh, shaved off their faces and gave them a little Yeah, they sculpted who, them, yeah. Yeah, She says, I didn't ask for this. And and she said, when I started looking at it, I didn't recognize myself. She said, I I felt like I was looking at my prettier twin sister. Think, Think about that. Think about what a sad ass thing that is for a high school girl to say. She gets a picture back. Somebody else decided she needed to be photoshopped. And then her conclusion is, oh, now I look pretty.
1: And the and, and according to your, to, you know, you talk to the people who do the photoshopping, yeah. and they say it's essentially parents who do that. It's not the kids who, you know, it's the parents who come and say, well, you know, grandma's going to have to look, you know, have to look yeah. at it or this or that. Yep. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know what my high school yearbook photo looks like. And if this was around, I would have jumped at the chance. <laughs> I would have jumped at it. <laughs> oh, my whole please. face is a zip.
10: Oh, well, well, I'm and, not and kidding. It's a you terrible f- photo. I, I came around to, to to his perspective on the one point. His, his point was basically this. He said, "Scott, we're not offered anything people aren't asking for, right. uh, and, and and although it's a small percentage, he said about five to ten percent of people are paying for this. By the way, it's another thing; it's expensive. Uh, you know, it's twenty bucks for that. It's forty bucks for your teeth because uh, they go in in each one. But but he says, and also it's not the kids; it's the parents. But my concern, and with the psychologists I talked to from Nemours, is you don't have to ask for any of these blemishes. And by the way, zits are really different, Jim, than we're talking about. Uh, the offer for my seventeen-year-old daughter was to get her." Age lines.
1: Come on, erased. come on. She's seventeen. There's no years. age lines. Seventeen-year-olds no don't have age lines. No, she's
10: so, so, do she's you know that you know the insecurity a yeah, teenager sure. has to begin with. Sure. A teenage girl, even on steroids, you think you're going through life uh, just having a beautiful day, and you go on your high school picture thing, and the first thing you get is a pop-up with like eight different options of how you can be able to approve your parents. My thing is, you're thinking, oh my god, I didn't even think that maybe the whites of my eyes weren't white enough. Well, sure, I, be- I better pay twenty bucks right. to get that. Uh, so. I think that the notion is if people want to request it, if you want to get your temporary zits thing, that's fine. But I don't think they need to be pop ups to to just. It, we we, we talked so much about kids how overly concerned with their images. What's well, the adults who are forcing this right in their faces? Uh, both the moms and the and the uh, companies.
1: No, I would have gotten my change. You look at mine. And you say that kid's from Ethiopia. I'm not kidding. What are you, you talking
3: about? What does that mean?
1: It just. I don't know what that means. It, it just. It just. It's
3: your zit face. I don't think, what do you know about Ethiopian were you, zit were you, face? Were you tan? Or were you hungry?
1: I was more than tan. The photo came out more than tan, is what I'm saying. Well, you
3: have swarthy complexion. Yeah, it's
1: more than swarthy. Oh. I'm telling you that. You know oh. what? But
3: that, that's who so you this were. This kid just I, came I mean, out of Addis, just... Addis
1: Ababa. I'm telling oh,
3: stop you. stop it. <laughs> but that's You know
1: what? That's who you were at that point in time. When I, I when was I, not I from Addis thing... Ababa. He <laughs> <It> was, I...
3: <laughs> was from Miami. Leave was him from alone. from
1: Miami. Uh-huh. Oh, Are you telling
10: me the, the picture was bad, or that you you looked weird?
1: Uh, I think the picture was bad. I looked weird, <laughs> and it was, and and but it has a uh, it has a negative uh, impact on your body image. I had no control over that. I mean, I'm not. I never claimed I was the best looking guy in the world. But my God, you look at that photo. It's like, oh my God. It's like Daffy Duck from Ethiopia. I'm not but kidding you. Know, would you
3: stop with the Ethiopia part already? I don't even understand yeah, what that I don't means. Get that
1: part. But, but gap teeth and
10: messed that up hair, that's just part of adolescence. You look back at that. Look. As I mentioned in the piece, I, I've been a lifeguard. I was a doofus. <laughs> I put sun in my hair. I don't know who does that anymore. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, my head looked like Donald Trump with Cheeto dust all over it, and that's, that's what I got. But that's who I was my senior year. So
1: well, 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 I said Ethiopia because I didn't want to say the Congo. All right, let me uh, let me move God. on. To, Goodness gracious! I'm not kidding you, man. I had a
3: giant afro. I had a little bitty face. I would,
1: I I would bring it in afro. and I would show everybody. I would post it, but I'm so embarrassed picture. by it. I will. I, I, I got to see. I got to get. Sounds no. like
10: it's time for us all to bust out our senior year. Yeah, I, yeah, I
1: think, no, that's, I think that's, right. that's a terribly bad idea. Bring it. No, uh-uh.
2: come on, that's
1: bring it. No, I'm not doing it. I did it once and I'll never do it again. Let me move on to. Are you aware of the Associated Press story? I don't think the Sentinel has printed it yet but it's the amount of money that the state of Florida has spent paying out uh sexual harassment cases i think it now totals 11 million dollars in the past 30 years to settle 30 years. It says here uh, hundreds of of cases and i don't think this uh covers the state legislature either do you think that's something uh, we will see coming out of Tallahassee as it relates to the Florida legislature that we're seeing with other legislatures around the country where people, men of power, are being Congress. tagged. Yeah. Well, Congress as well. But, I mean, it's beginning to take shape in, in legislatures around the, around the various states as well, Kentucky in particular.
10: Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's so many weird stories uh that, that are coming out. Yeah, I think it's going to be more. I have read that story. I didn't get, uh, nor, nor do I think the AP provided a ton of details about right. each of the individual cases. But yeah, it was about $11 million over the course of 30 years, and they were everything from university employees to legislative employees. And I do – I would not be surprised if it's gonna, we're still gonna have more of this kind of stuff happened out of Florida. Uh, as you know, there is a big accusation going on right now with, uh, Jack Labvala, who is a powerful Republican in the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, who has had, uh, six women accuse him of sexual harassment or something inappropriate. I don't know if you saw this, uh, but as of about four hours ago, one of the women, Uh, Came forward and dropped her anonymity, and she is a longtime Republican staffer, and the argument would seem to be she has no axe to grind, uh, and she has very detailed and disturbing stories to tell about him. Part of the reason I mentioned that is not only is that one playing out, but Latvala has kind of given this indication of – now, he maintains he's completely innocent. It's all made up, but also says, but if you come after me, I will burn this place to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh with other accusations. So
1: yeah, I, I don't think we're done up there. Yeah, I think another story that may be coming out of Tallahassee, as we've seen in other states as well, as we've seen in Congress, is the use of taxpayer money to settle uh, settle these cases. And number one, where's the where's the money coming from? And number two, if it's taxpayer money, don't the taxpayers have the right to know who the individuals are who engaged in this in, in this harassment? or this that sexual like misconduct
10: that seems like a very fair point and uh and and i have to i see, that's part of the reason why i need to mo- know more details and i kind of am imagining and i'm just speculating now that there weren't any of those sort of blockbuster political names or else ap i think would have highlighted you know and said for instance house minority leader joe Blow was uh responsible for a seventy five thousand dollars uh, but yes, I would agree with
1: that. Yeah, there's a term, and I can't remember what it is in Tallahassee, but they refer to it like something to the effect: well, you have your regular family and then your Tallahassee family, meaning yeah,
10: session wife. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah,
1: session wife, meaning you're up there in Tallahassee for two months, a little bit longer. Maybe that's the reason they have extended sessions or special <laughs> sessions <laughs> so they get a little bit more time oh with the chippy. You know what I mean? All right, chippy. Well, come the on. fact of the matter is, this doesn't happen so much in other states, New Jersey in particular, and the reason for that is. Is in New Jersey when they meet on legislative business, they drive home that day or that night. They don't oh, I see Yeah, because it because it's such a small state. And here in, in Florida we have these sixty day sessions or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. God only knows what manner of nonsense happens in Tallahassee oh, over like those two months.
10: Open. It's the worst open secret, and, and we've got the term session wife, which I wrote about a few weeks ago, and also there was the point system game, remember that, where the all, all the legislators married, mind you, all the young male legislators played a game where if you could have sex with a lobbyist, that was worth one point, a uh, married lobbyist was two, and then up to a fellow legislator was like five. Now keep in mind, these are the same people who are constantly preaching about family values. You're living in one of the last states to legalize gay marriage because of these exact same
2: ah Come on. Come on. <laughs> Holy you
10: know, right. you know what? But the cat's out of the bag like you say. It's it's all everybody knows it now. Now the next time you start waving your bible and saying family values we get to go. Come on. Come yeah, on. Exactly. You where she?
0: Where is she <laughs> yeah, back in the hotel? Yeah,
1: where's the session wife? Oh, come boy. on. God almighty. I mean there's no shame and <laughs> no. uh, you know I mean I I I always have said of course men are not as smart as women. I mean the, there's no there's no question about that. But, oh we're but, idiots. But Jim. we I also know like that women our- aren't as smart as they think they are. But be that as it may.
10: No, um, I think you uh you should probably begin every program, at least for the rest of the year, with just an apology. For our, <laughs> exactly. for our, gender.
1: I mean, we are.
3: It's good. pigs, right? God pigs. Almighty. Man, just, men are pigs. What can you do? There's a
1: great uh, commentary or observation on the New York Times, I think, this past weekend. But essentially, and it's very serious. It's, it's, it's. I can't remember who it was written by, but it's like it's time for men to face really their their libido, what is in their DNA. I mean, what's way down deep, you know, in the recesses of their of their very small brain, and it dates. It, it goes back to when, when we were in caves. And uh, it's still carried around. Sometimes it's released, sometimes it's not released, but you at least have to know that it's circulating around there in the stew of, uh, of yeah, our I, I, DNA. I don't not,
3: believe that that's an but excuse,
1: that do No, No, I'm not trying to make an excuse. What they're no, trying to that say that is idea. that men need to be honest and focus on their, on their own sexuality, on their own sense of sexuality, which we don't do. I mean, way down deep in there, there are things going on, and we don't we don't want to face it, and we don't want to talk about it, and we don't deal with it. It's in there, and we. You're and
10: absolutely we, right about that, and that's and that's why some of the on on a different, slightly different uh, topic, some of the people who are angriest about gay issues have their own issues because they're not dealing with those things. Uh, but but I think Jim, can we agree? How long have you?
1: No, I'm around? not making any excuses for any kind of 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 that behavior. I think most men uh whether they have thoughts whether they have desires whatever it might be knocking around in their head you know grow up because of their environment and learn you know to to act appropriately in in public and private you know there are barriers that we set up there are things that we reject um but that's not to say that things aren't popping around in our brains as much as they might be in a female brain but we but most people are 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 taught to behave in a particular way and to keep uh and to, and either block things or or not deal with them or act appropriately or have good manners and deal with ethics and have a sense of morality and a small minority of men it seems don't know that or can't control it for whatever reason. I uh,
10: but I think there's also this notion that men have just been in charge for so long that you don't have to worry about getting into trouble as much. Oh, you know, there's going to be a place for you and and I think. Well, humans have been around like, four hundred thousand years, something yeah. like that. I'll yeah, oh, give yeah. or take hundred years. <laughs> all right, we, we've had. I think men, we've had our chance. It's time. It's time to let the ladies
1: come on. You I got get, no get, problem get, with that. I have God. absolutely no problem with that. I think women uh, work better together. Uh you talk to women legislators or politicians they'll tell you every single time that when there's a problem and there's something where uh, where things are not getting done that women will go behind the scenes from different parties out. from different parties and figure it out. I don't know if it's the wiring, I don't know if it's the culture, I don't know if it's 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 been taught through the environment. I just happen to believe generally speaking they're able to do a better job in accomplishing that yeah, and getting getting something done.
10: to get to wherever they are in the first place. But, maybe. yeah, we just uh, – I just – I I, I, I I apologize just for us, Jim. Well, thank oh, you. You're, thank you're you. I'd Apology
3: accepted, Scott. Yeah, Apology yeah, accepted.
10: that's my bad. Yeah. Okay. Matt Lauer? I mean, you're Charlie Rose. it's, it's yeah, really. Yeah, so Garrison Keeler. You
3: know, like and now Garrison.
10: And you come back and you fight Fred Rogers? He's been dead 20 years, and now he's – I don't know anymore. <laughs> no, no, what's coming up in the next column? Uh, oh, immigration. Uh, there is a new proposal to crack down on businesses and, uh, that are hiring uh, illegal immigrants. And my contention is if you're going to scream bloody murder about immigration, it all starts with the companies that are relying on people to pick tomatoes yep. for two pennies a pound. And if you want to talk about immigration seriously, you got to talk about the employers and stop screaming about the people themselves.
1: All right, there you go. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate yeah, it. my pleasure always. You got it, man. Scott Maxwell writes the ticket. Name's calling for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor coming up next on Real Radio 104.1.
0: Doing the best we can, given our pre-existing condition. It's a step above just got you a jamming a clothes hanger in my ear. Yeah. yeah. Real Radio 104.1.
1: Phillips file for this Wednesday. Wow, it's a fast day today, you know what I'm saying? Time for a Shot Doctor casting call, Shot Doctor beatdown. Shot Doctor, Our colleague from down the hall, is uh, with us from FM 96.9 The Game, Orlando sports leader. Wow, you Jim, Jim, it's, it's good, good to see today. you again. Yeah, What's going finally, on? After three years or whatever it is. Yeah. How are you today? What's the big talk on uh, on 96.9, the Scott Frost? Uh, the Scott
8: Frost thing, Jim, is, is taking he's off. He's
1: gone. I'm telling you, he's gone.
3: I thought his wife likes it here, and he just had a baby. Well, it doesn't matter.
1: He's going.
8: We're sitting here on – He's been uh, talking
1: about this all his life. He said, yeah, I know, and you like it here, and it's nice and warm, but guess what? For $5 million a year, you're going to like Lincoln, Nebraska.
8: We're sitting here on a Wednesday evening. UCF plays Saturday at noon against Memphis, and there's a chance, the way things unfold on Saturday, that if Wisconsin loses to Ohio State, which is a possibility, and if UCF beats Memphis, UCF can be the only undefeated team in the country – When play ends late Saturday night. Yep.
1: So UCF would be going to a bowl and possibly facing what team?
8: They would be going to, they would be the best team coming from the group of five, which means they would play in the Peach Bowl on January the 1st, playing uh, about the fifth best team in the country.
1: So that could be a Georgia or Alabama?
8: Or Miami or Notre Dame or Ohio State. It would be a a team along the level of that. Oh. I mean, I, it'll, be a, it'll be a it'll be a it'll be a team that barely. I would barely... root
1: for them. I root for them, but I think that's a I think that's, that's a, a stretch. That's, yeah, that's... The, team,
8: the team they played, Jim, but it would be a team that barely missed the playoffs. It's so a very th-
1: exciting team, UCF. I've yeah, enjoyed that last weekend's game as everybody did. It was probably one of the best games we've seen in a long, 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 long time. But man, you and then if you take a Georgia or an Alabama, certainly an Alabama says we we really thought we should be we would have been number playoffs, one, right. and now we're number five. We're gonna take it out on somebody. We're gonna beat the living par out, out of, of somebody. somebody. No, I wouldn't like, want. I wouldn't want to be UCF if they were facing in Alabama. I just don't think it would be pretty.
8: It all depends how things unfold this weekend. As far as you think Z-
0: he's
1: gone? No. You th- you don't think Scott Frost is going to take a job at Nebraska? No, you don't no, I really. Think
8: he, I think he ends up staying. Do you really? I think he ends up staying. I think he's gone. You
3: voted? I mean, you bet against that. Jim. What? I don't think you bet that at all.
1: I think he's going to go. Well, I make bets. I just make All
3: bets.
8: All right, bets. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: no, yeah. I think he's going to take a job in Nebraska.
8: Right. Jim, I can tell you this. Uh, the UCF roster, yeah. right now, it's a really good roster. That's why they're you know undefeated. Mm-hmm. The team they have coming back next year in 2018 yeah. will be better than the team they have right now, believe it or not. They have most of the team coming back. All the critical positions are coming back. Well,
1: that's fine. That's good. But, you know, who do they play?
3: Yes, but they pay the
8: Valdosta Harbor. I
1: you can make the argument, can you not? That you know, look, they got a wonderful team. They're undefeated. Very exciting football. But can you make the argument? The level of of teams that they're playing against is not, you know, it's not top level. Big Ten, SEC it's is certainly
8: it? a second tier conference, right? Well, it's like this. Know. You've got I don't, I don't you've know. got the Power Five conference, and you have the next group, which is a group of five. Uh, UCF this year played one team from Power Five Commerce Maryland and they routed Maryland.
1: Got the Georgia Auburn game for the SEC championship this weekend. UCF could could play any one of those teams and win. I don't think so.
8: Probably not. Probably not. I've that seen level. enough Georgia
1: playing enough Auburn. And by the especially way, Jim, their route of Alabama.
8: Oof. I think Georgia. Who got rattled by by Auburn a few weeks ago? This this week is going to be at Auburn. Auburn's best running back is on Johnson, who's a fantastic player, and he has a shoulder injury, and he's up in the air in this game. If he does not play, yeah. I think Georgia wins the game anyway. I mean, it's going to be this Saturday. will be a fantastic day of college football from noon until the last games are over at eleven o'clock at night. I'll, I'll be in front of my TV the whole damn time. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving. <laughs> not moving. You're in your chair. That's not it. I miss one of these. Oh, I mean, the, the UCF game's on at twelve. Yeah. Yes. The SEC game is on around four. Right. And then in prime time, at about the same time as the Big Ten and the Big 12 titles. Right. Actually, that's not right. And the ACC. Oh, boy. So we got all kinds of stuff going on. All
1: right, good enough. Uh, let's uh, get into Shot Doctor casting. Call, you know, the way this works. I find a movie, I take a scene from the movie, we act it out on the air. In this particular case, it's Shot Doctor and Mr. Pinkman. Okay. In this particular scene. Listen along, and uh, as soon as you think you can correctly identify the movie, just text us at RealMobile77031, and we'll announce the winner. It uh, doesn't mean you win anything. We just announce your name. That's about as yep. good as we get around That's
12: awesome.
8: Yep.
1: Are you ready, Shot Doctor? I live
8: in a state of readiness. Uh, you
1: ready, Mr. Pinkman? I think so. Okay. we need. I need absolute quiet on the set. I will not accept any kind of fumfering. Messing around. This is not a joke. A lot of money has been put into this production. The executive producers are really expecting something good, but now nah, we don't want to waste a lot of film, all right? Mm-hmm. The camera is rolling. The lights are set. The cables are set aside. And action. Two injections of insulin already I'm a doctor. In America,
4: it's fame rather than class. Now, after all this unpleasantness, I always get the best table.
8: Speaking of the unpleasantness...
4: Oh, yes. we better discuss your fee.
8: Okay, uh, $300 an hour.
4: Good lord. You know, I used to be a lawyer in London. That sounds a bit steep.
8: It's average for a case like this. Besides, I do a lot of pro bono work. You'd pay for that. Plus, I have to pay students, associates.
4: Are you saying that if I agree to pay 300 you will handle my appeal?
8: No, no, not so far. Doesn't look like my kind of case. I'm not a hired gun. I gotta feel a moral constitutional issue is at stake.
4: But I'm absolutely innocent. And my civil liberties have been egregiously violated.
8: Two black kids are facing the electric chair for a crime they did not commit. They are innocent.
4: Well, before you assume I'm guilty, won't you hear my story?
8: No. Never let defendants explain. Puts them in a awkward position.
4: How oh, do you mean? Lying. But I give you my word as a gentleman.
8: Oh, well.
4: Won't you at least read the record and see if you can find something
8: you do have
4: constitutional? One thing. You do have one
8: thing in your favor. Everybody hates you.
4: Well, that's a start. I cut. Oh, in the end, know. they got a little bit. Yeah, th- my listen. God, was
8: I good. Uh, I am a lawyer of the highest degree. Did you hear how convincing I was? Boy, was I good. Your
1: accents are just.
8: My accent was dynamic. It's hard. Uh, uh. I had a lawyer, New York, Brooklynish accent. My <laughs> God, was I good! Oof, uh, yeah, There's
1: really that. Well, yeah, if you think here. you know what that movie is? Texas. Real I am mobile. winning
8: awards, Jim, for this, aren't I? Yeah,
1: I think I'd rather talk a little bit more football. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that was challenging. I'll say that. I thought it you was. did an awesome
3: job. You were measured. You were clipped. It was very good. I thought Delivery Pinkman oh, outstanding. Rather oh,
1: aristocratic.
3: You. He was. He had a very mm-hmm. snooty tone. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. lowered your voice just a little bit, as, as one would.
3: Mm-hmm. As one would trying to. I imitate think he kind of you know.
1: lost it down at the bottom of the first page there. Yeah, where it, not you, the shot doctor. Oh, what
8: actually. do you mean by that? I was <laughs> dynamic. <coughs>
1: well, no, he says, but uh, Pinkman's uh, character says, "But I'm absolutely innocent, and my civil liberties have been egregiously violated." And then you just go, and two black kids are facing the electric chair for a crime they did not commit. They are innocent. You flatlined (laughs) it there.
8: I was emphatic.
1: No, you flatlined (laughs) it. And dynamic. You're talking about two black kids. You're telling this guy, hey, look, bub, you know, the fact of the matter is... Your case doesn't amount to what I'm doing right here pro bono for these two black kids that are facing the electric chair for a crime they did not commit. That's they're what, innocent. That's what I said. No, you didn't say it that way.
8: I was emphatically dynamic. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do we have any guesses?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, they're
8: coming
3: oh, in. Yeah. We got
4: Frankenstein. No. Uh, Fumfer overruled. Uh-uh. Uh, to kill a shot doctor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ace
4: Ventura, pet detective. Uh-uh. No uh three men and a baby no
3: that's not it mississippi
4: burning uh-huh. naked gun three no uh walking dud no we roger <laughs> rabbit <laughs> legally blonde Uh-oh. behind the see-through dress and finally one person guessing reversal of fortune reversal and, of fortune uh, yeah they said their name is milton so you're claus van bulow
1: I am Klaus Valbulo. You are the great Jeremy Irons. I cut off half my pinky finger to have his voice. Is I a am
8: off? Alvin yeah. Durkowitz. No, Alan Durk- Durkowitz. Durkowitz. <laughs> Him, too. Oh, boy my God, was I good. Uh, oh, I'm God. clearing off more space in my mantle for the next six Jimmys I'm winning for this one. No oh, boy. Yeah,
1: and we haven't had a Jimmy presentation in, in a while. <laughs> two years. <laughs> yeah, we haven't.
8: Last time we had a Jimmy presentation, Jim, I cleaned up. Remember that? Yeah, I think,
1: the, uh, I think the committee dissolved itself after hearing some of your... Uh,
8: <laughs> Oh, boy. It took a pickup truck to bring all those jimmies back to my apartment. You know that. You won one. A lot more than one. The first year you won one, but the second year he may have won none. I, I won several that second year. Oh, you did? Oh, oh yeah. That, I can't remember. Yeah, recall. for what? Fumpering? One was for greatness. One was for fumpering. I've won numerous Jimmy's for dynamic accents I've had over the years and everything else like that.
1: All right. Okay, Alan Dershowitz. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah. All right. Take a little break. When we come back, Shot Doctor uh, Beatdown. We'll uh, put the Shot Doctor up to a series of sports questions next on Real Radio 104.1. You're
7: listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1.
5: Radio. 104.1 So I can't get around this So no, you can't get under it get So high, you can't get over
1: so it Shot Dog, do you know who this uh, group is? This? This is a
8: Herb Howard and the Very right,
1: good, Excellent points for the Shot Dog Points is Jimbo Fisher going to Texas A and M? No, he's not. No, why not?
8: Because this is a ploy to inflate your value and get some more money at a Florida State, and it's probably going to work. God,
1: he's making zillions of dollars at Florida State, isn't he?
8: He's making a lot of money, but he wants to be so paid five,
1: six million dollars. He
8: wants more. Coaches have done this before, where they, you know, you have a little bit of leverage. You're yeah. winning, even yes, though they're sir. having a bad year this year. Right. You have some schools that are after you, like you had with LSU a couple of years ago. There had, any
1: grumblings he, in Tallahassee about Jimbo? Or is it just like, hey, we we love him, and it's just turned out to be one of those years. You know, he had a quarterback who was injured. It all went downhill from there. And
8: yeah. Based on the fact that Jimbo has, has put Florida State on the map and won a national title there since he's been there, and he's yeah, been really good, right. this year has been a bad year. DeAndre Francois got hurt in the first game. All right. I think Florida State understands his value, and I think he ends up staying there.
1: Okay, all right. All right, time for a shot, Dr. Beatdown. Question submitted by Mark Quinn. Thank you, Mark, for the questions. Uh, We have two pages of questions. Are you ready?
8: I live in a state of readiness, plus I'm undefeated.
1: Let's see how you do, okay? Let's uh, get the music going for... There we go. All right, question number one on this day in sports history, legendary baseball announcer Vin Scully was born. How old is Mr. Scully?
8: 89. He's 90.
1: Now he's 90. Uh, Bonus points. uh, He spent how many seasons with the Dodgers?
8: Sixty five. Sixty seven. Oh, so close.
1: The magic seemed to be over the magic. How many straight losses have they had? Nine. Very good. There Points for you. Mr. Jimmy believes the NCAA football AP poll is the most important, and I agree. That's according to Mark Quinn. Where is UCF ranked in the AP? Fifteen. Twelfth. Twelfth.
8: Huh. Where South Florida? Uh seventeen. Twenty third. Ah.
1: Two-part question. Tampa Bay is on fire in the NHL. Who did they beat yesterday, and what year were the Lightning founded?
8: Buffalo, and founded in 1989. 1992. I'll give you a full
1: point, though. Okay. On the 96.9 The Game website, under Top Stories, there is an article about Charles Barkley. What is that story about?
8: That they uh, put a statue up of Charles Barkley at Auburn last week.
1: No, it's Barkley weighs in on Roy Moore, who is the Republican candidate for Senate in Alabama. Two-part question, which NBA player got ejected for the first time in his career, and why did he get tossed?
8: LeBron James arguing with the referee again.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Which NFL ex-coach and cornerback may be a serious candidate to coach Arizona State? Herman Edwards. That's there very good. Is nice. You are right on that. I'm going to give you an extra point. on that. They can't stop me. Two part question. <laughs> Eagles are doing <laughs> great at ten and ten and one. Giants, not so much. Prior to being benched, how many years has Eli Manning been with the had been the Giants' quarterback, and how many starts did he have? Okay.
8: Thirteen years, two hundred and ten starts. Oh, so close.
1: I'm going to give you half a point. It's fourteen and two twenty two. Speaking of Eli, how tall is he? Six 6'4".
8: Six oh rats.
1: I tell us his brother, Peyton.
8: 6-5. Got That's it. True. I'll give you a point. All right.
1: James Harden leads the NBA in points per game and assists. How many points per game is he averaging? 31.2.
8: <laughs>
3: I'm going to give you a point.
1: It's 31.7. Right. We're talking fractions. its point .2. Two-part what? Qu- <laughs> no, it says
3: point .7
1: here. Point .7. Type How many assists? 10.4. Uh, 9.8. I knew it. Two-part <laughs> question. Moe's Hotspurs lost yesterday. Oh. Sorry, Moe. Uh-huh. Who did they lose to, and what place are they now in?
8: Liverpool West and 5th.
1: No, they They lost to Leicester City. They're in 5th. I'll give you a full point. Yeah, there's one. Speaking of soccer, MLS has named four finalist cities for two expansion teams. Can you name the cities?
8: Milwaukee's one of them. No. No. Topeka? No. Uh -uh. Cincinnati? That's one. Yes, there it is. And uh, Burbank, California. No, no, no. There's a California city, but not that. Yeah. Burbank.
1: No, go just, north. Yeah, it's Burbank. Which north. is
8: it? Go north. Oh, uh, El Segundo.
1: No, you got to go farther north <laughs> than El Segundo.
8: Malibu. No,
1: uh, go in and up. Up.
8: Pebble Beach. No, that's
1: on the <laughs> coast. Go I got in. It. Go inland and inland. up. Modesto. No, you got to go north. Stockton. Sacramento. Yes. There you go. Sacramento. Holy finally. Tal- in the NCAA football, which team was dropped from all three polls? I give you five points if you can get this.
8: Thank you. Boise State. Yes! five points for you oh my bing, god bing. Good. plus Good. five hey, how did you, you know that you got a that? bing bing
1: bing too wow the you know, last you know two know what the part, weird part thing quest-
8: is about oh. boise state jim what? what boise state lost to fresno state in the regular season yeah and this week they play again in a mountain west championship game the same two teams in back-to-back weeks wow they get a couple of points for that not really no. all right <laughs> the last <laughs> <laughs>
1: the last two-part question shot how well do you know the boss, Jack Bradshaw, is athletic? So what year was he hired as a real radio intern? And what year did Jack institute the, a corporate time with Tom and Dan?
3: Let's go to what year did
8: Jack start here?
1: 1997. 1998. Oh, so oh. Can you believe it?
8: 19 years.
1: Yeah. Crazy. What time did he institute a corporate a time with Tom and Dan Heard right after the Phillips fight?
8: 2015. Oh, 2014. I'm going to give you a half a point. All right, half mm-hmm. a point. Mm-hmm.
1: If Eli Manning was a crow, how many miles would he need <laughs> to fly from New Orleans, his birthplace, to get to Jacksonville if he gets traded? How many Four, miles?
8: 425 miles.
1: That's 504, Ooh. 547 driving. Hey, what are the, uh, off, the, off the quiz, but what are the chances he goes to Jacksonville?
8: That would depend on if he's actually released by the Giants, becomes a free agent. He's like that. Now, the connection there is Tom Coughlin, his longtime coach, now Mm. runs the Jaguars. So I I like that connection, by the way. here we go.
1: Bonus on NCAA football and stadiums. Here we go. Four questions. In the Pac-12 South, UCLA and Hawaii played in September this year for the first time since what year?
8: 1916.
1: 1939. Oh, no. There are some great games this Saturday, including UCF. Who does number one Clemson play, and what was the final score when they met two years ago?
8: They play Miami and they beat them 2 years ago 34 to 10. It was oh, 58 no. to 0, they but I'm going to give you a
1: point anyway. Michigan Stadium home to the Wolverines is the largest college football stadium in the USA. Round it up. How many people does it sit?
8: 112,500. I'll give you the point. Oh, it's yeah, one, sure.
1: 110,000. And Mr. Jimmy's Gators play in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium built in 1930. What year did it become the Swamp? Uh
8: 1995. Oh.
1: 1990 two
3: sorry
1: you're okay well
3: there's one for kc
1: yeah all right uh, kc you can eat all right kc true or false kc two times two times kc how well do you know mr jimmy mr phillips was actually once a ringmaster for a traveling circus out of alabama Uh uh albeit for only two weeks is that true or false true okay Oops, I said the you, question no, wrong. It's
3: fine. You you changed the question, and now Yeah, it's, but the answer. It's okay. Well, now we know the answer. Go ahead. True.
1: Is that true or false? True. It is true. It is true. It was true. a circus based in Alabama. That was very confusing. but two weeks, it's true. true.
8: Yeah, it is true. I knew that.
1: That's was a pretty good ringmaster.
8: I can believe that. As a born leader, you would be a good ringmaster. Exactly. It makes circus sense to me. Genoa
1: out of uh, Flomaton, Alabama. Beautiful Flemington. Flemington, Alabama. Flemington, well, Alabama. Never... Three rings under the tent.
8: I. That's an amazing story.
1: It is <laughs> absolutely amazing. All right, shot doctor. What else on the sports scene that should we know about? You You're predicting for... a UCF win over uh, over Memphis. They'll beat Memphis. Yeah, by how many points?
8: I think they'll beat Memphis thirty-four. 34-24. 34-24 wow,
1: UCF. UCF over Memphis.
8: Memphis. It has. This has to be a high-scoring game. You have two really good quarterbacks. UCF scores against everybody. And Memphis, uh, since UCF beat them in September, have not lost. they got a great quarterback, a senior, Riley Ferguson, who's really good. Thirty-four twenty-four. UCF. All
1: right, take it to the bank. Thank you, Shot Doctor, from 96.9, the game of Orlando Sports Leader.
8: Next week, same time, same place. I'll be it. ready.
1: It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy
12: you big jim weasel a glitch in american airlines pilot scheduling system accidentally gave every pilot the holidays off good thing no one travels for the holidays the video game company activision are fighting a patent for call of duty a dog poop removal service according to the tampa bay times co-workers of the suspected serial killer teased him about looking like a serial killer headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio radio app keep big daddy in your pants wherever you go with the free i Heart radio app and transmission
4: that's the truth and we can be right there next to Big Daddy if you go to the App Store on your smartphone and download that right now all you have to do is type in iHeartRadio and it's completely free to download plus you get to listen to all your favorite music anytime anywhere again go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today
7: call now for person place or thing 407-916-1041 From the- You are listening to the Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio, one hundred four
5: point
1: one. Oh, here we go! Disco Wednesdays on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Donald Glover and a little bit of uh, hot stuff. Good drive home music There's my hair pick on my beetle boots one triple eight nine seven eight one zero that sounds like quite a look <laughs> yeah, it yeah no socks yeah thank you a little
4: disco no, beetle boots, you have to go, wear socks no we were told the other day no socks oh that's no, if that's you're wearing bass Weedians. Weedians. oh sorry that's for the mm-hmm. way you didn't even know what a bass so. is no
3: oh boy
1: how do you spell that
3: it's the Bass Shoe Store still around.
1: Bass is the manufactured right. B-A-S-S. Is, is, is the type of shoe. W-E-E-J-U-N. Uh, it's a, it's a, for one of the better description, a penny loafer. A loafer. Oh, those are some
4: handsome shoes. See? But yeah, sweaty feet for sure.
3: That's right. Your you feet can, must stink. No you can socks? tell
1: by looking at them. Uh-huh. Well, your, feet, your feet sweat in socks. Do they?
3: But they absorb. The socks make it so the shoes don't stink. Your feet don't stink. the I mean, shoes. That's don't why st- God
1: made talcum powder.
3: Okay. Did you <laughs> put
1: floor? Huh? Did
3: you put baby powder in your in your shoe?
1: I still put baby powder in my shoes
3: to avoid foot stink.
1: Yeah, to to absorb, absorb moisture, stink. of course. Foot stink. <laughs> foot stink.
3: Yeah. But in my
1: well, uh, in
3: Miami, no socks, closed up loafers like that. Whoo!
1: Oh, oh my God! They're not that closed up. You got airflow.
3: It's not really. You got flow. some airflow. Where?
1: Where the socks used to be. That's where <laughs> the flow of the air is. Where
3: your ankle, the top of your foot?
1: No. It's, no, because you, you go in there and you buy your Basque with your socks on. And that's how you fit your Basque regions, right? Yeah. Then you take your socks off and you put your foot in there and you got some flow. you got some airflow in you, there.
3: Don't they fall off your foot? you got
1: some. You got some oh. circulation. You have to learn how to wear them. I guess. Oh, That's the way to go. Come on. I mean, come on. Nobody wears Seriously. Basque and socks.
3: Come on. That's a look, though. That's, you have don't to be able to put pennies pull them.
1: in them, either. Yeah. What? Just, no.
3: <sighs> and penny loafers? You don't? Put, what if it's a real penny loafer?
1: If it's a penny loafer, you don't put pennies in them, unless <laughs> you're you're in high school in
3: 1954.
1: <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> what putting put pennies, pennies, pennies in them? In the, in it the was pen- at one time. That's why they call it a penny loafer. They what? call it a penny loafer because there's a little slot on the
3: look on the on the, how, on the yeah. tongue
1: of the loafer
4: the top upper thing you look closely
1: thing. and people would put pennies
4: in there I'm but sure that, I'd would, put them in.
1: that was only popular for
4: a few years fascinating who knew i mean besides you
1: guys yeah bass region <laughs> is a yeah. penny loafer
3: it's a penny loafer yeah did you have them in that like maroony color
1: what do you mean maroon-y? oxblood, oxblood that, Yeah. Cor-
3: cordovan or whatever yeah you're
1: terribly uncomfortable
3: with no socks, I imagine they are.
1: No, the bass Weegians themselves are just terribly uncomfortable. I'm sure, the bass no people. Re- are, hold on, they're with on no the just phone no disrespect to bass, but they're they calling are. right now. No, but you can find, What I'm saying is, you can find penny loafers out there that are not bass and they're they're, they're more they're more comfortable.
3: Mm. Well,
1: you have to really break in a pair of bass Weegians. And then what? They're like boat shoes. Same thing oh, with yeah. boat shoes. Original boat shoes. You really had to break them in. You'll no, get a what, are, what are
3: those called? The boat shoes. They're made by somebody specific. Sperry, or, Sperry right? Topsiders. Yes, correct. Points. Correct. Uh-huh.
1: But now you can buy other manufacturers. They're they're much much more comfy.
3: Sperry Topsiders, they are awesome still.
1: They make different materials. Yeah, now, but they too. make them. They're much more comfy. Yeah. The original uh, Sperry Topsiders, which were the only ones you could buy for right. a sale or whatever, right. terribly, terribly uncomfortable. Seriously.
4: now yeah, yeah. they put padding on the heel and exactly, everything. Exactly, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. no, luxury. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I'm going to find mine like like tomorrow.
1: Like a foot vacation.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard
1: of that. I, don't, I just made it up. Oh, you did. Well, <laughs> right, let's play some PPT. Person, place your thing. Casey, two times, two times. What's the price?
6: Pair tickets to the Auto Nation Cure Bowl at Camping World Stadium, December 16th. Multi-platinum recording artist Andy Grammer headlines a pregame tailgate and concert at Tinker Field. Concert admission included with game tickets. Tinker Field opens at 11 a.m. Concert at noon and kickoff is at 2.30. Oh, sweet.
1: That's a nice prize for crying out loud. Wow. All right, here's Lee. Your first up, first up, Lee. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Place. A place. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. What is this place? It would cost you about $1,500 in over 15 hours of flight time from Orlando International Airport to reach this place.
3: Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, your first uh, up, that's
1: the way it is. The luck of the draw. Yep. <laughs> uh, monkeys. Think monkeys. Uh-oh. Monkeys. Yeah, monkeys. Lots of monkeys, believe it or not.
11: Lots
2: of
1: monkeys. When, when I say believe it or not, it means, oh, this is a place you wouldn't think of monkeys.
3: What? Wait, you do or don't think New of Zealand. monkeys?
1: You don't think of monkeys until I tell you think of monkeys when you think of this place because there are monkeys there. Okay. I think.
3: Wait, he said New Zealand, did you say? New Zealand.
1: New Zealand. That's oh. your final answer. No, I'm sorry, not New Zealand, but you Rocky. thought about it.
3: That's a long flight, too.
1: Here's Mark. I think it's longer. Yeah, I think it is, too. Mark, here you go. got clue number two. With a population of around 35,000, it is one of the most densely populated territories in the world. So it would cost you about $1,500 over 15 hours of flight time from OIA to reach this place. Think of monkeys. With a population of around 35,000, one of the most densely populated territories in the world.
3: Territories,
1: you say? Well, a place.
3: All right. How
10: about
1: Caracas? Caracas? Venezuela.
10: That's your final answer? Sure.
1: No, it's not Caracas. Mm -mm. Ooh. Yeah. Here we go to Dave. Clue number three, Dave. It's eclectic cuisine features spinach tortillas, quiche, and fish and chips. What? It's eclectic cuisine features, among other things, spinach tortillas, quiche, and fish and chips. So a French thing, a British thing,
3: a, a Spanish thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so a little right. bit of mishmash of everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's the monkeys, too.
3: Oh, with the monkeys. That's I don't know if that's a good cl- I don't even know what it is. Well, so. I think it's
1: a good clue. I don't know what it is. Well. It's monkeys. I don't know. Uh,
11: let's say,
1: Jeez, um, uh, I don't know. Come on. Vietnam. Vietnam. Not Vietnam, no. Not Vietnam. Mm -mm. There we go. Let me think if I can think of another clue. Something better than that. Yeah, I could. Let me see if it's here. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, it's a last clue. All right, here we go, Paul, with clue number four. Nearly half of its land area was declared a nature reserve while dolphins and whales are frequently seen in its bay. Taking about 15 hours to fly there from Orlando, population 35,000, very densely populated. Don't forget those monkeys. Cuisine, New eclectic Guinea. cuisine, from spinach tortillas to quiche to fish and chips. <clears throat> How
3: about New, Gu-
1: New Guinea? New Guinea.
3: Oh, that's, that's your good. final
0: answer?
1: No, it's not New Guinea. Oh, ho, ho, ho. But I think
3: he's the first one to ever guess such a thing. All right,
1: here we go. The last clue. Clue number five. Here we go. I still don't know it. I don't know. Okay. Think of monkeys. That's all you have to think about. Think about clue number five. Here you go. Yeah. You ready there, uh, Jay? I are, sir. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Here's the rock solid giveaway clue. Once known as a tax shelter, it appears on the logo of the Prudential. Oh, my. Oh,
3: all right.
1: Uh, Monkeys. They got them there.
10: Yeah, they got them there.
1: Oh, Um, Here's the rock solid giveaway clue. Yeah. Once known as a tax shelter, it appears on the logo of the Prudential.
3: Is it? Hey, is it? I don't know. Rock solid. Yeah, rock solid. Think
1: of a rock. Think of a big rock. Yeah. Think of a big, big rock. Uh
10: A big rock. Is it in the ocean?
1: It's Mm -hmm. a big rock that sticks out of the ocean. It sure does. A big ocean.
11: Uh, Man, the only thing I think is like Madagascar.
1: No, don't go Madagascar. No, you're too far away.
11: too far? Oh, too far away. Yeah, and I think I
1: think this rock is might be bigger than uh, taller than anything in Madagascar. Really? Oh my! Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh, uh, you can oh get man, it. Prudential, baby, I, uh, Prudential.
3: That's a good clue. You know their logo, right? Fifteen,
10: 15 hours away. That's
3: got to be either like
1: life insurance. Think either, life insurance.
3: Oh
10: boy! Come oh, on. I'm I'm thinking it. I'm just thinking it's got to be you know fifteen hours away if you're going east or west. Yeah, you are going east like, from
1: Orlando. Go east from Orlando.
10: Go east from Orlando.
1: Yeah, Mm. 15
10: hours. Okay, that's past Hawaii. That's all the way to Asia. No, you're
1: going the other way. I want you. I want you to go east.
10: Or the other way. All right. Which you head towards Africa? Uh huh. Africa. Uh. All right. Um. (laughs) But you're not (laughs) in Africa.
1: Let me. I'll give you you another clue. I'll give you another clue. You're very close Uh to Africa, but you're not in Africa.
10: Uh huh. Very close to Africa, but you're not in Africa. Yeah, right.
1: you're probably within. If you were on Sight. top of this rock, yeah. you could probably see Africa if you look south. Uh huh. If I look south, so yeah. like, all right, so like Yemen or something like no, that. No, 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 yeah, no, no you're no, no, going too no, no. far, baby. you got to come back. <laughs> got to come back.
3: Come back toward oh, Africa. Oh,
10: man. Yeah. Come yeah. back towards Africa. That's, that's like. Uh, uh, you're in,
1: um, let me just say you're in North Africa, right? You're in North Africa, and you look across. Right, you can Sudan, look. You're yeah. looking north. And yeah, now I'd go Morocco. Yeah. So you're in Morocco, oh, you're right? In Morocco. No, it's yeah. not. In
3: Morocco. Oh, time out.
6: The Rock. The Rock.
3: Yes. The, the Rock. Ro- where? The Rock. What? Dwayne Johnson. Oh my God! Don't get him confused. He's already confused. Oh, you're in North
1: time. Africa. You're in Morocco. You're looking north, and you're looking north at a big rock.
3: Think about this okay. rock. The
1: Rock of
3: where? Gibraltar. That's your final answer.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. 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 All right, there Woo. you go. All right.
3: That was a long way around, but congratulations to you.
1: I don't know if Oof. you can actually I imagine you probably could. Oh wow. It's pretty close. I mean you can see Russia
4: from Alaska. So Research, what's popular.
1: the uh, what's the width between uh, Gibraltar and North Africa? Uh, let's see. Uh, it looks not very far. You gotta squeeze right
4: through there. Let me get some directions here. Right. right. Uh, let's go from Gibraltar
1: If you were a crow in Gibraltar and wanted to fly to All right. some some trip oh, on what's in what's in Morocco. Tangier? No,
4: um Tangier. Tangier's like that's in Algiers, isn't it? No? no, it's in Morocco. Yeah, okay. Or, so how far is it? Uh, let's see. From Gibraltar to Tangier Gibraltar? just across the Strait of Gibraltar. Yeah. You have uh let's see. Three hours and four minutes by car. By
1: car? You can't get there from car. You
4: can't drive it across the Mediterranean. There's a ferry. There's a ferry. Give car directions.
3: Oh, my God.
4: That's the only directions it's giving me, It says you can
3: sail there in an hour and a half. It's nothing. From Tangier, from Morocco to Gibraltar. There's one ferry route running between. That's okay. it. Can't go any farther.
4: Seems like a lovely 30 time. miles? 40? An hour, an hour and a half? Uh, 89.9 kilometers, whatever
1: that is. So what's... I don't know. 100 miles? Or is that 50 miles? I get that kilometer thing all messed up. I don't know how to do that either. meters to miles.
4: Uh, (laughs) 89.9. Yeah, what do you got? You want to see the map? I know where it is. It is Uh. 55 miles across. Mm. Yeah, so you probably couldn't see it. But it's a a bit diagonal from Tangier to Gibraltar. Mm -hmm. So from Ceuta which I guess is technically a Spanish territory at the tip of Morocco. Well, it used to be British. Gibraltar.
1: Right. I believe. I think Gibraltar
4: still is That's where is I saw British. the monkeys.
1: How what? was it? Well, I didn't, I didn't see them personally. I saw them on...
4: Uh, is
3: on... the Rock of Gibraltar really in Spain? Or like yes. off the coast of Spain?
1: No, it's in Spain. It's in Spain, but
4: it's an English territory, correct? So oh, that from, was that
3: whole thing with Spanish tortillas and this and that. Yeah. yeah,
4: from the Rock of Gibraltar to Ceuta, Spain, which is actually at the tip of Morocco. Yeah, it is about right. forty-two miles. Okay. okay, all right.
3: My head's going to explode. <laughs> there are
1: monkeys there. I'm telling you,
4: there are monkeys? monkeys. Yeah, hey, hey, we're do a monkey.
1: Do a oh. web search. The monkeys of Gibraltar. Sounds like a cool band. Now, how do I know this? I don't how know, do, how you do you know, know this? Because uh, Prince Charles, when he was a younger man, visited Gibraltar. Yes. And I think he almost came under attack <laughs> by some monkeys. Monkeys. Uh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Barbary macaques in Gibraltar.
4: Oh,
3: macaque. Oh. How about that? Points.
1: Thank you.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Double What's points. a good clue.
3: Yeah, but nobody would know that.
1: Well, now it you makes do. It a
3: good clue what somebody knows what There's it is. It's
1: another conversation piece. I try to do this. Yes, like, you do. This is, this is my yeah, pur- you do. my purpose in life. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is to offer this minutiae to the populace so they have something to offer, especially holiday party season. You sit there going, What am I going to talk about? It's mm-hmm. the boss's wife. I've got to throw something out there. You know, I was listening to uh, the other day. It's amazing to me about, uh, you know. Um, or if they said, "Hey, what do you do for like? Oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an insurance agent." Well, that's fascinating, you know. Do you work for, uh, for a prudential? No, I don't. Well, let me tell you about the Rock of Gibraltar <laughs> I'll give you something because I you learned don't something new know. the other day that you know they have these monkeys on Gibraltar, and Prince Charles was almost attacked by him. Wow! And just think how the world would have changed if Prince Charles was attacked by monkeys at Gibraltar and didn't survive.
3: Well, that
4: is true.
1: What a fascinating conversation. Hey, where are you going? Hey,
4: can you give me a drink. <laughs> They're the Barbary hey.
1: macaques.
6: The guy's talking about macaques over here. <laughs> really? All I wanted yeah, was some... i just trying. Yeah, I just wanted
1: some onion dip. Just, I got this guy. I'm just trying. Seriously. Watch out for the guy with the monkey talk in Gibraltar,
5: okay? <laughs> Getting
1: out of here. Good show today. Thank you very much, Shot Doctor. Thank you very much, Scott Maxwell. We're back tomorrow. Uh, Thursday edition of the Phillips File starts at three, right after uh, Shawnees, the news junkie with Sabrina and Ceiling. They follow the monsters in uh, the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wonder aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can, buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Tom and Dan are next. Bye bye. Take care.
4: Just want to thank Elixir for lunch today. Real quick, Elixir is the best lunch and dinner downtown Orlando in an old brick building with a great patio. It's a new patio, and if you go down there, you can watch sports in Elixir or on the patio and enjoy that beautiful weather. Uh, Today we had patty melt, steak sandwich. Uh, The past couple days we've had some fish and chips. The food down there is awesome. You can get some buffalo wings if you want. Um, all that great food and more, and uh, go down there, check it out. Right now, they're doing a special. You can buy your Earth Day birthday ticket there with no service charge, which you can't get anywhere else, so why not take that trip down to Elixir? It's at the corner of Washington and Orange, downtown Orlando. If you want a little more info on that, go to elixirorlando.com.